Well, I mean, I could say this, I suppose, in the, um, uh, in the things we're going to be talking about that we have watched or read or listened to, but uh, I don't usually talk about these, and because we've had this guest on previously, very, very recently, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there for the opening. Uh, Brent, I listened to a podcast. Oh my god. I did. Are you I, okay? Do you I, need help? I, f- I feel really good. Guys, do you know people listen to podcasts feel good about themselves, I feel. <laughs> Blink 478 times if you need help. All right, stop. I'll stop. Yeah, I thought, that one was I stuttered. Know. You're going to yeah. have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> got to go. They got to be full blinks, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, so we had Mr. Uh, Mr. Mitch on recently. Yeah. On an episode of the, uh, the Terror Table podcast um, fame, and we had him on an episode mm-hmm. of our show, and... Uh, we had brought up how you listened last year to their, I guess it was their Halloween episode, the um, Terror Table did the Slumber Party Massacre original movie and the remake from 2021. So yeah. I uh, I listened to that episode because you guys both were like, it's really good. And guess what? It was really good. <laughs> I gotta say. Wow. Straight out the gate. Um, it was really good. They had a guest, I hope I'm saying her name right, um, Cassie Ozog. I think it's like a friend of their show. She's been on a few times. I'd never heard her before, but she was fantastic. They all yeah. had a lot of insight into this movie. Um, uh, I don't know. I always find, talking to Mitch or Boozy, um, they, they were the ones on that, on that episode at that time. Um, it's always been... Um, I don't want to say that when I when I look at them, I think they're going to be dumb. It's not that. It's just they they are way better at this than we are. Almost they are like <laughs> yeah. some of the the insights of the questions I just really find fascinating. And whenever they're on our show, I always get lost. Uh, I know Mitch kind of jokes about himself, like talking too much about his own shit or whatever. But like I just get lost in hearing him. Right. Right. Uh, talk about something he's interested in or he made or whatever. Uh, and all of them were, were so good on this. Uh, Cassie included um, was a great co-host uh, guest on that episode. But uh, yeah, it really made me kind of I, I really had talked about on this show how rewatching or watching the original movie and not having seen it. Like I felt like it was a thing I had lost in the uh, the education, the cinema education I had for horror movies. And I'm so glad I have it now. I wasn't as thrilled about the new one, I think, as as they were. But um, I still really liked it, and I'd love to, mm-hmm. to watch it again. But uh, it's always fun once I have my opinions, you know, then to go listen to my friends' opinions. We got to talk a lot about mm-hmm. it a little bit here, but uh, it was rad. Um, I don't know if – I think you listened to it last year, so you probably don't remember a lot about what they actually said. I, I listened to it last year, and I also re-listened to it after oh. I watched those movies well, perfect. this yeah. year. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember anything like specific. I listened to it like two weeks ago now. Um, and even if I listened to it last night, I'd still be like, I have no idea what happened in it. <laughs> it was just really good. Uh, I'd highly recommend this episode. It was episode 218, um, came out Halloween of 2021. Um, that's on the, the terror table. But um, yeah, it was fun to, to finally go back and do that. And now I'm like, I should make the rounds on all of our friends' podcasts and just listen to one episode. So I might do that. I might do that soon. But uh, you just go and listen to the first episode available on each yeah. one, and then you send a strongly worded email about it. It's like that. That was like five years ago, dude. I don't know. I don't even know why you do that. Yeah. Why? 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 Why you bother me? But that's what I do. Uh, they had mentioned Boozy was watching. I think Cassie was too. The uh, that I know what you did last summer TV series, which they they trashed yeah. on pretty heavily and uh, looked pretty bad to me. So I was glad to hear that sort of not glad, but just like re- redeeming that uh, I, yeah. I I was right in my thoughts. You're not um, missing out. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, they talked about uh, Midnight Mass a little bit, which is a show that I really want to watch. So um, just good to hear them talk about that one as well. You know, recommend that. Have you not seen it yet? No, still haven't seen oh, it. Oh, that's so wild to me because you were so excited. I know. About it. We talked about the poster for it. I know, I know. <laughs> and then now he has a whole new movie or a whole new show again. It's called The Midnight Club or something. 
Uh, oh my god Lumpen. okay here we go I know. mr midnight um <laughs> uh, but yeah and i'm i'm super excited about it uh, has Rao coley the midnight masters oh, again cool. and we always talk about how he was great and everything um yeah so anyway it was uh it was really cool um i i don't really have anything else to say about it uh but mm-hmm. uh we'll go listen to that episode because it was neat and then who knows what you'll find because they have all other kinds of episodes <laughs> they do yeah so we'll see they if I find an, anything cool there too. They had an episode where they interviewed Dean Cundy, right? Uh, I think I a while back. Yeah, um, who who worked on Jurassic Park and I guess other stuff. I don't know. When I um, circle that, back to the second episode I listened to of each of our friends' podcasts, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna hit that one up. You know, hey, October of 2023. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do it annually, one episode at a time. <laughs> Man. But it's like the next one in sequence. So right. it's, it's like <laughs> November 2021 episode in 2023 of October. I, 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 I do things on my own time, you know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't like to be part of the popular crowd. So I like to hang back mm-hmm. a little bit and pick up the scraps, you know, see what's hanging yeah. around afterwards. Uh, don't after tread on me, over. Steven says. Exactly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I would listen to that. That's cool. Uh, anyway. We're going to get into our show because uh, that's what we're here for. So we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And Steven, today we're going to be talking about a movie you and I have been anticipating for quite some time since, I don't know, maybe this time last year. Or At something. least. Right, like roughly, right? right? Uh, today we're going to talk about Halloween Ends, Woo. the newest and potentially last film in right. this particular franchise slash timeline. Um it's the ironically the thirteenth movie in the Halloween franchise. Ooh. I looked it up, so it's like the the spookiest number mm-hmm. for this movie. Uh, obviously directed by David Allen Greer, starring Jamie Lynn Spears as Larry Struts <laughs> and Mike Myers as Slasher Man. So we finally get finally. a follow up to <clears throat> to all of their shenanigans. Uh-huh. You know exactly. Uh, very much looking forward to it. <laughs> what a pool, Jamie yeah. Jamie Lynn. She's she really she does She's a good bad. job. Where's she been this whole time? Exactly. She back. Halloween. She's been ending <laughs> Halloween. That's where it was. Wow, I didn't even know. I didn't realize. That was cool. A lot of people don't. Yeah. And that's how you get hurt, you know? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to uh, catch up on a little bit of uh, spooky pop culture we before to. we get in there? Before the show, you and I both talked about how we've been, uh, we had either time crunches or, you know, a lot of people on with, with awesome mm-hmm. games. And uh, we've been holding back on some of the stuff we've been watching and listening to and whatever. And so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about that today, man. Um, well, if you don't mind, I would like to to start on a couple of, of quick things. Please. Um, I want to talk about Little Monsters, which is streaming on Hulu. If you're international, I'm sorry. I don't know where to find it. It's all uh, right. Use the Just Watch app. Uh, uh, another promotion that we're not getting paid for, but God damn it, it's worth it. It's a fantastic app. You know where um, I heard about the Just Watch app was uh, I was in a Walgreens. And uh, be at the deals. Oh, really? you can, you can oh my God, Stephen! <laughs> Speaking of deals, <laughs> you can buy seventeen <laughs> gallons of candy corn at Walgreens what? right now. What a they good have deal. it in the kiddie pool. You just go in there, say uh, promo code LTAS, and just drag it out the door. Right? Yeah. Don't even. Off. Right. Don't do not make eye contact. If you make eye contact, it's twice as much. If you make eye contact, they come by with that handheld scanner, scan your eyeballs, and then you're just blind forever. Wow. And then you're daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're daredevil. You, get you do sticks. get hit with some radioactivity, like, <laughs> yeah, be a goop, and, you know. 
that's the candy corn of it all that's that's the candy corn of it all we all know tell his oldest time song as old as rhyme we all know it uh, anyway, Little Monsters. Uh, it's a. Have you heard of this movie? Do you I'm, know what it is. I believe I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. I think I've seen trailers. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I had actually watched this movie. I think a couple of years ago, oh. and it has been on my list for quite some time. And uh, I just never got to it. Um, it is a movie uh, that has people uh, in it. I the assume. ability to take its time to pull up. Okay, there we go. So it uh, stars Lupita Nyong'o and uh, Josh Gad and then this guy named Alexander England. Um, but it's a, a a movie about, uh, it takes place in Australia, right? Uh, either that or New Zealand, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. South uh, Africa, got up, it. <laughs> yeah. A watched a mus- musician teams up with a teacher and a kid show personality to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies. Um yeah, and yeah. that's pretty much what the, the movie's about. It's a uh, a fun like uh, like horror comedy mm-hmm. type of thing. It is very like bloody and gruesome. There's definitely some harsh language in it, but it's still a lot of fun. I, I liked it the first time I saw it. I think I liked it even more the second time. Awesome. Um, but uh, it's definitely something for people to check out. I, th- I think it was uh, very fun and uh, has a has a cool little bow that gets put on it at the end there. She's always great too. Uh, I assume she, no no difference here. Right, yeah, Lupita Nyong'o, yeah, she's she's great, yeah, she's she's very like bright and sunny. She's a a like a kindergarten or like whatever the equivalent mm-hmm. of that is in over there. Uh, she's one of those teachers. Yeah, she's and, a she's a a, a, a child wrangler. Uh, oh, a, yeah, <laughs> she, sure, yeah. I can't I can't bust it up. You're fine. You you win. I was going to say something about uh, rustling children with a boomerang or whatever, but, you know, you get it. That's all right there. Australia, right? Yeah, we all yeah. we all find it funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard about this. I feel like I did maybe start it one time because it does sound more familiar than just the trailers, but um, I don't think I ever, like, really watched it, like, maybe, like, the first 10 minutes or something. But uh, mm-hmm. I'd always wanted to watch it, so I will uh, I will take that con- into consideration now that you've you've recommended it and you've watched it twice, so that's good. I did, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was fun. I think you'd have fun with it. Right on. Uh, what else you the got? The other thing I want to mention is who invited them on Shudder. Ooh, this is yeah. one of the, like, newer movies, uh-huh. I believe. It's still in the little, like, scrolling tile thing up there. Um, but uh, it's a, a movie about uh, some people who move into a new neighborhood, into a, a new house. They invite their friends over for a, like a, a housewarming party or whatever. And then uh, at the end of the night, there's still some people there that they don't know. Um, and kind of leading up to that, uh, the husband thinks the wife invited those people. The wife thinks the husband invited them. And then at the, the end, they're like... Who invited them? What? Oh, fuck. It's right there in the title. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn. They did they it. They did they it, man. They fucking nailed that shit, man. <laughs> but, um, That's yeah, a good concept. Very, that sounds pretty creepy. It really is. Uh, and it's like, because like when you have people <clears throat> in your space, you right. know, the, the, the space where you feel most uh, safe, uh, it's it's unnerving. It really is. Right. And they, they do a good job of like gaslighting the, the couple into... Like being like, oh no, you're you're cool with us being here and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it gets it gets pretty dark. But um, Ooh, I like but yeah, that. I, I would I would recommend this movie as well. Right on, that sounds right up my alley. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a kind of like I don't know, easy concepts like like yeah. just one house, I assume, mm-hmm. sort of sort of uh, location, and uh, just yeah. like let it ride. I like that. Yeah, it seems like it's a a low budget premise, but they right. do a lot with it to make you feel like unnerved and uneasy. Uh, on it and uh, the the uh, main husband like the the 
uh, of the couple that moves into the house mm-hmm. is played by Ryan Hansen from Veronica Mars fame. Dude, I'm yeah. totally fucking watching that. I didn't yeah. know he was in this that. One. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he does a good job, too. We just rewatched the uh, the Veronica Mars series again all the way through the, the new season and the movie and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And uh, anytime he shows up, I love him. Um, I'm really, for whatever reason, I've really started liking the uh, Friday the 13th that came out in two, uh, 2009. And he's in that one. And it's part of the reason I, I like it. Um, and there's some other, like, uh, Veronica Mars actors that came, like, from different episodes in that. So uh, it just, like, it's like a Veronica Mars, like, a little mini reunion. And oh, uh, cool. it's not a very good movie. I just like it. <laughs> I, and it's partly because of him. Um, but, yeah, it's been uh, interesting to watch that recently. Um, so uh, That's awesome. I didn't realize he was in it. Yeah, it's it's fun to see him in, like, a, a main... It was right around when Veronica Mars was, was airing, maybe mm-hmm. right after the third season ended or something like that um and i had i didn't know at the time because it looked stupid i don't i remember i maybe watched it once and then forgot about it but i -hmm. rediscovered it in the last few years and now i've seen that movie like five or six times and uh it's just like Mm -hmm. kind of fun and uh and he's his death spoiler alert everybody fucking dies in a friday the 13th his death is like really cool oh Uh, yeah so i I watch it just for that but um yeah do you have anything else you wanted to hit up uh no i can just stop on those two i think bounce it back and forth Mm -hmm. okay bounce it over here um Mm -hmm. let's see what do i have i got a lot of stuff uh one i think i might have mentioned last year but i wanted to just say it again because i again i think that you would like it if you haven't seen it i always forget what we've Mm -hmm. discussed i tried to go back this time and i looked at last year's posts to be like, what did we talk about? Um, and so yeah. we'll see. We'll see if I mention anything again. But uh, the people under the uh, stairs. I think, you remember that? I think a lot of our listeners think that those posts are for them to see what right. we're discussing. <laughs> it's really for not. us to go back and be like, wait, we talk about this or what? Uh, yeah, absolutely that way. And it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. You, you taught me that trick of yours as well to go back and look at our pictures that we mm-hmm. posted. It's super easy to see all the posters and stuff. Uh, oh, but yeah. there's, a, there's a Wes Craven movie from the 80s called The People Under the Stairs. Do you uh, recall ever uh, seeing that is mostly what I wanted if you had ever watched that movie. I, I saw it on VHS like shortly after it came out on home video. Release, oh, my goodness. But I didn't. What a good uh, way to watch I, it. I barely remember anything. I think there's a character named Roach. In right. The movie. Is that exactly. Correct? Yeah. OK. And he's from Mighty Ducks. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's that was one of those moments in my youth Mighty where I, I realized that somebody could be in something wholesome and then also in something like. Right twisted you know like macaulay culkin in the good son i was like wait what what he was like i guess he wasn't really a good son in home alone he's kind of a shithead <laughs> but, but still you know but still he's like yeah it's like a family movie versus a horror movie oh and i totally Everything. did this wrong roach is uh is is the different guy there's there's the main character is named fool uh and his name is brandy brandon adam brandon adams and mm-hmm. uh he was in mighty ducks and the sandlot god I forget he's in both of those wholesome movies and then this one um, but yeah, the Roach is, um, uh, this guy, Sean Whalen is his name. You'd recognize him. He's like all kinds of movies from like the eighties and nineties. Um, oh, I love this guy. Yeah. He's like a character actor. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. He's in that thing you do. Mm-hmm. That's the one I mostly know him from recently, but, uh, he's in all kinds of stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, so, oh, Twister. He's in Twister. Yeah. Uh, but the people under the stairs, uh, it's it's this really fucking creepy movie where it's like this big house. The main kid is, uh, he's like a, a poor kid from the wrong side of the tracks type of thing. He gets, Ving Rames is in it and he's like a thief and he inv- he has this kid like break into this house because he can, he's small, he can get in or whatever. And then oh, the kid okay. gets, they all get kind of like locked in this house and it turns out it's these people who like, 
kidnap kids or like foster kids and then like like use that money and then treat the kids poorly put them under the stairs like put them in the basement all this shit whatever it's like this this deep dark house they kind of break into and all this shit goes wild and it's such Mm -hmm. a weird story uh it's very creepy um has a a really weird relationship with the owners of the the house stuff they're really creepy people um and it's just fun i really like it and for some reason when i watch it i always think of you brent uh that i think you'd like it it's a west craven movie so that helps i feel um and it's just uh it's just different and cool i feel like it's one of those 80s movies that i hear people talk about it it's not like it's like super underrated i guess but uh it is under the stairs (laughs) back to you (laughs) (laughs) so all that preamble was just leading up to that joke is what it was i stumbled upon it i i can see your teleprompter yeah yeah, here we go yeah oh my god uh so yeah that's one i i just wanted to mention again i I rewatched it every time i rewatch it i'm always into it um yeah i I remember you talking about that last time and i was like oh i i I wonder how that movie holds up i've had one year to watch it steve and i haven't that's uh, all right but i will i'll I'll bump that up on my list does it what does the feel like is it similar to like the burbs or is it Mm. you know what i'm saying like it's kind of a lighter type of it's horror. it could be it's almost that same kind of crazy concept but this one is is much darker it's almost like a dark it version okay. of the burbs where the the people are even like darker weirder and everything feels like grimy gross like you feel like gross about the whole situation um, okay but then as it plays out like there's a lot about like there's like a whole subplot of of essentially um like wealth disparity you know like it's it's a social justice movie like any horror movie uh rightly should be i guess or they often are mm-hmm. um pointing out you know things in our actual world or whatever so uh it's 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 more dramatic and it's more it's darker you know than than that it's not like a a comedy um but it has 80s elements that maybe maybe make it sort of comedic or uh okay it's not like some parts i think are, are genuinely creepy but i wouldn't say it's like a scary movie right okay yeah, yeah. i got it and it just has a good feeling to it like i i just really like a good feeling for the fall for October. Uh, I really like watching it just kind of once a year. Um, I don't, it's not one that I pick up a lot, but every time I do, I'm like, I, I feel like this is pretty, pretty rad. I still go back to it a lot. So do you? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to look into right it. On. Yeah. It looks like it's streaming on Peacock as we oh, speak, perfect. but it also says leaving soon. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the race is on. <laughs> well, and I don't want you to get scared, you know, so uh-huh. you, you take your time, whatever you need. Uh, we'll find it again next year if we need to. But uh, yeah, and which I'll forget that I've ever mentioned it once again and mentioned it all <laughs> over again. See you guys next year. Um, and uh, the other one I wanted to mention real quick was that um, I watched I, this might have been on Shutter. I might have. I have so many streaming services right now for uh, October mm-hmm. movies. But um, there's a movie called Freeway, which I hadn't seen. Hmm. I saw this movie really young, way too young. It has um, Kiefer Sutherland and it has Reese Witherspoon when she was really quite young um and essentially uh i think it plays it out pretty early on she is like a a a poor kid she's like leaving her house um she's on the on the run whatever she hitchhikes with this guy who's Kiefer Sutherland and it turns out that he is like this like highway serial killer and it kind of plays as um like a uh an analogy or, or like a version of little red riding hood like his name is bob wolverton so he's like the big Hmm. bad wolf and she is like little red riding hood but 
Um, it's supposed to be this movie, like, he's, he's like, a pretty, sad, like, sadistic. Like, I think he's, like, one of the serial killers. He, like, kills them and then has sex with the corpses is kind of his Ew. MO. Right. Super fucking he, gross. He's doing it backwards. He, <laughs> you know? At least, uh, yeah. Uh, it's all very fucked up. And it's so weird. I, I remember watching this movie very young um and it came out in 96 so this is like right amongst god like reese witherspoon i'm trying to think of the movies she was in at that point um you know this is like before cruel intentions you know hit and stuff oh okay um so it's, it's before she was like a big star she plays like a it's like a she's got like a southern drawl and like she she plays it real like she is like she fights in this movie. She's like fucking like she's like, I don't know. Uh, she embodies kind of white trash is kind of the ideal I, I, idea, I guess, with her. And then he plays like, you know, this this white guy who's like well off and his wife is Brooke Shields. Um, and he seems like a normal guy, but really he's like this really fucking creep, you know. And it's just so weird. Um, I watched it again now and I, I, I was floored that I ever watched this as a child it came out in 96. <laughs> really? I might have seen this when I was like 11 years old. And it's like a pretty gruesome tale of a, a really sadistic serial killer chasing like young women, you know, teenagers. And uh, I don't know. It's really fucked up. I don't I, I, I wanted to mention it because it's not bad. I don't think I recommend it necessarily. It's just like a really weird story. I like whenever movies do play off of like old fairy tales and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um this is a weird one. And uh, I like that they go so overtly as like his name is like Wolverton to be like, he's the, he's the wolf, though. You guys get that, right? He's the wolf. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is like one of those things I grew up on and I don't know why. Not grew up on, but like I watched young and I don't know why. Sure. So, yeah, I, I was looking through the cast list here. You said Brooke Shields is in it as well. Right. Uh, Brittany Murphy. Bookie Woodbean is in there. Mm -hmm. Alana Ubach. So like a lot of people that a, like a lot of people that right. my attention. Right. Um, and also there's a guy named Ben Meyerson who plays cop at truck stop. And I would love <laughs> the ability to be an actor in things where you're like, your character's name is just like what you're doing in the movie. Like That's your goal. Brent Hibbard as nighttime masturbator. Oh my God. You know, like just like have that shit on your resume. Uh, that's what your wife already calls you though. Right. Brent yeah. Hibbard nighttime masturbator. She better not know. <laughs> Uh, when else do I want to mention? How about, uh, just to get it off my list, Old, the M. Night Shyamalan mm, movie from yeah. 2021. Uh, I watched that movie. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I wondered. See. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it was okay. Like, it yeah. was, it's just, like, you understand what the premise is, right? Like, mm -hmm. a, a bunch of tourists wind up on a beach and they start aging rapidly. Right. Um, it was okay, you know? It, it's hard to recommend because... It's hard to say if it's worth your time or not, you know? I know. Was but it short I, or long? Uh, it, it was uh, girthy. Uh, okay. what it was. Uh, it was a good size, you know? It's a good it's, size. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, no one laughed at it, but, you know, it wasn't <laughs> kicked out of bed either. Um, what are we talking about? No one laughed at um, it. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I, like, I like to stunt watch <clears> things, you know? <throat> um, I'll, I'll talk more about that on the next thing I mentioned. But oh, excellent. I think the, uh, my wife and I, we watched Old uh, Together because uh that podcast i listened to scott hasn't seen they were going to discuss it i was like well you know what now's a good time you know sometimes like you had mentioned at the beginning of the episode it's fun to uh imbibe some media and then hear mm. other people discuss it you know and get into the nitty-gritty of it right um 
but yeah, I watched it. It was okay. There's a, a character in the movie who's supposed to be a rapper, and his name his rap name is Midsize Sedan, which I have <laughs> an infinite amount of problems with because like no rapper is going to name themselves so humbly, you know? Right. Never I guess won. I'm just like a midsize sedan, you know, you're gonna be a uh, a Lambo, if anything. Oh, I like um, that. Maybe a Bugatti. But uh yeah, old was a movie. I watched it. It was kind of just okay. I had nits to pick with it uh-huh. but also it's like it's an m night Shyamalan movie you know it's a hundred don't worry minutes. he is in it he did give himself a oh, role. okay good yeah mm-hmm. um uh you always want to see him there of course um it's 108 minutes so just shy like okay uh of two hours there yes yeah um but with the the way time was moving it it felt much longer <laughs> at yeah. points uh but yeah so old uh watch it or don't i don't care um, right on the other thing I want to mention is a TV special from 1977, Stephen. Um, you know, uh, several years ago, uh, during one of our, our Christmas episodes, we had talked about the Grinch and how I'm the Grinch and all this stuff. Right. Uh, through doing some research, I saw that there was actually a couple other uh, uh, made-for-TV specials mm-hmm. with the Grinch. One of them is Halloween is Grinch Night. Oh! Yeah. Again, this is from 1977. It's on YouTube, so people can just hop on there and watch it. But uh, I did watch it, and I thought it was okay, you know, for for Mm -hmm. what it was. Uh, The general plot is that the Grinch... And this is supposed to be a prequel to How the Grinch Stole Christmas, I guess. Because uh, even though the How the Grinch Stole Christmas uh, came out on TV like a decade before or whatever. But uh, general plot, uh, Grinch is up on his mountain. He... Uh, gets aroused from his his slumber because it's Halloween. He is on his way down from the mountain. Max pulling his uh, like he's got like a cart he rides on, and uh, he's he's going to deliver all these spooks and frights to the people of Whoville. There's a a little boy in Whoville that gets blown away by the the sour sweet winds blowing through what? there. Gets blown up the mountain and uh, <laughs> meets the Grinch. It's plausible. Now, yeah, <laughs> we hear about it all the time, <laughs> all the time, every year. <laughs> Gotta go Forest rescue those kids. And, yeah. and children <laughs> getting blown up mountains. Anyways, uh, he, he meets an the epidemic. Grinch and uh, they have a uh, a little, like, not really a confrontation, but like the Grinch is like, I am going to deliver all these frights that are in my little, like, cart to the people of Whoville. And then the little boy goes in there and he he sees all the frights and he's like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> and then the Grinch is just like, oh, man, no, man. <laughs> damn, I was taking too long. So, like, yeah, I I, I won't get into that. Are the you ending describing it, but... Halloween ends right now? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the funny things about the, the special, though, is they make a point to mention that the, the little boy in the the special has astigmatism. He wears glasses uh-huh. and he, he brings it up like once or twice. And so... When he falls into the Grinch's little, like, cart of all the, the frights and stuff that he's planning to unleash, I thought, oh, I see what they're doing with this. He's just simply going to take off his glasses. It's not going to scare him at all. Grinch is going to get bummed out, and he goes back mm-hmm. up. No, that didn't happen. Not that clever. He, he, just like, he was just like, no, I didn't. It was fine. Like, I'm good. I'm good. It wasn't that scary, dude. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah. But um, also, the other thing is uh, the boy gets blown up the mountain because uh, that sour sweet wind that's blowing through Whoville that happens every Halloween um, carries him away as he's on the way to what he calls. He tells his grandpa, I need to go to the euphemism 
The euphemism, <laughs> Stephen, is an outhouse. So oh, it was that's pretty clever. A like euphemism for a, for a toilet. So mm-hmm. I had a, a nice little chuckle with that. That's pretty but, good. Uh, but yeah, it's on YouTube. I, I I've seen worse. The animation isn't as good as the the Chuck Jones animated uh-huh. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But uh, but you know, it's for what it is. It's free. It's on YouTube. It's like twenty six minutes long, something like that. Uh, it was fun for what it was. I was wondering when the Grinch, like the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, came out. It looked like briefly. It told me it was sixty six. I was wondering like the okay. the difference. Yeah. Like, so it was uh, 11 years, 77? 11 years difference, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking for some reason it was way older than that, but it makes sense. It's like a product of the 60s, I guess. Um, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I do love that um, the Grinch is essentially like a a serial holiday smasher of some <laughs> I sort. I guess so. Yeah. Like, uh, this was like a prequel, and like, we know in, in, at the end of uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like, his heart grows bigger, and like, he starts to love everybody, and Christmas mm-hmm. and ham, I guess, is the... Uh, the lesson I learned from that. And, uh, but now it's like, oh, but before that he was going after other holidays, you know? Well, I feel like he was just allowed to let his freak flag fly uh-huh. on Halloween. Okay. Like he's not trying to destroy Halloween or take it away from anyone. He's gotcha. just like, oh, tonight's my night. Oh, Put so he's my into that. Okay. I missed it. Okay. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. He's, he's all about it. He's going down. It's like, Hey, come on out. See some frights. And then you know? nobody wants to see the frights though. No one wants to see the frights. Yeah. They're all boarded up in their so houses. So I like the Grinch. Uh, I guess so. I'm yeah. Like around he, on him. He's, uh, identifiable enough as a hero figure uh-huh. to me for multiple reasons at this point. Totally. But like, he never even like during the special, he never even makes it to Whoville. Oh, wow. Like, he never like even gets to the goal. Well, he's like, maybe, maybe, uh, in a couple of months I'll get down there. You, you know, know, when they do like, uh, the series keeps going and they have to like, lessen the budget and they have to like do like that one room episode and like nobody can leave so <laughs> yeah. they keep it you know budget tight so it's like they make mm-hmm. it easier that way it's just like stay in his cave i guess yeah so it's that's, that's like cool. if anyone has seen the movie saw like spoilers right. uh at the end of that movie uh the the character known as jigsaw gets up from the floor <laughs> he was the dead guy the whole time takes off his mask it's the grinch what? you know yeah all takes place right Spoiled. there man damn uh, you know, i didn't realize that's him that's him <laughs> Look into it. <laughs> I want to look into that. That sounds pretty rad. Um, so I had uh, also watched this movie. Uh, I think I mentioned to you off air, though, called Tragedy Girls. Yeah. That um, I wanted to bring up now. I watched it. I'd started it a while ago, like last year or something, and then just never finished it. But I, th- I thought it was a pretty cool concept. They, they, I don't know what the trailer ever shows. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, within like the first four minutes they they go along with this idea whatever but it's essentially like these two girls who are in they have like a tragedy girls blog or something they're they're into like like death like true crime type of stuff i guess and there's like a serial killer amongst them and their town and they decide to kind of turn the tables on him like they act like the, the damsels in, in distress and then turn, turn, ah, turn the tables and stuff uh, i watched this now after we had watched slumber party massacre movies um, cause it seemed kind of like a similar idea, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I mostly liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I would definitely recommend it. I want to watch it again. Okay. Um, I think that, did you end up watching this one? I know we talked about it a little bit. 
I haven't yet. No. Okay. You just no. told me yet. The, I, uh, I'm very interested in in one of those right. uh, ladies for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we talked too. Yeah. Off air that they both end up being X Men. Um, one is uh, teenage Negasonic, whatever something Warhead. Negasonic teenage Warhead. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. From Deadpool. It rolls right off the tongue, Stephen. I don't and know so why you struggle with that. <laughs> and then the other one is Storm on uh, the younger Storm, I guess. Uh, one of the reboots or yeah, in the rebooted series yeah however they do that yeah mm-hmm. um so that's just kind of fun like after this they both went on to to both be x-men but um mm-hmm. they uh yeah they're both i think mostly it's them in this movie they're so charming together i like their banter a lot i feel like it, they had like a natural chemistry together so mm-hmm. i like that but uh it's a really cool concept it's like you know them kind of turning the the genre on its head a little bit and um i don't want to give any more like spoilers than that um but there there are a lot of like twists and turns and stuff that are, are kind of fun and uh, they're just both really good. And then on top of that, it has Jack Quaid in it. And I love Jack Quaid. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even know he was in it until he showed up. Um, I thought his first horror movie was uh, Scream that came out for 20, whatever. Was that this year? It was this year, 2022. Wow. Yep. I was like, it's 22, right? Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. The, the latest Scream. Um, but he was in this one as well. Just, anytime I see him, I like him. Um, he's he's like a, a big player in it. He's he's interested in one of the girls, at least in this movie and stuff. So that's like his he's kind of a love interest friend. And then, um, uh, yeah, just seeing him again is always good. And uh, so, yeah, I would recommend this one. I think I watched this one on Hulu or something. I don't know. Look it up. Just watch app. Just get I, out there. I was literally just doing that. It was on oh. Hulu for the longest time, but now it's on like Shutter, Freebie, okay, TV, right on. Uh, AMC Plus. Yeah, that's that even stuff. yeah. So Shutter is where if if something's on Shutter and somewhere else, I watch it on Shutter. I like to give them the the clicks. Yeah, same. you know, there's something yeah. about and their interface is just so good. I like to to do that. But I don't think I watched yeah. this. I don't think it was on there at the time. So uh, anyway, but uh, go find it on those streaming services. Brent just said, but uh, mm-hmm. recommend that one for sure. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention was the, a real life thing that I did, um, not a movie, but, um, uh, we went, when we went to masturbating in public, (laughs) I haven't been caught yet. Uh, um, when we went to, um, Colorado recently, um, I guess it was about this time last, last month we went Mm -hmm. up there for, we do a conference, a diversity conference up there. We help out, um, with my brother-in-law. Um, call, it's called Youth Celebrate Diversity, and they were doing a gala fundraiser for it for the year. Um, and so we went up to help with that and go to the gala, and it was really fun. And um, But when we were there, Caleb, my brother-in-law, um, kind of surprised everybody. He took us up to the mountains and we went to this really cool hotel called the Stanley Hotel. And uh, on their website, it has this like gorgeous like vista that it shows like a video for. I'm trying to look it up, but it's stanleyhotel.com. And essentially, this is uh, this awesome, beautiful, like big white hotel wow. in the mountains mm-hmm. of Colorado. And it's really old timey. And it is not the hotel from the movie The Shining, but it is the inspiration for The Shining. So the, the oh. legend, as we went on their, their ghost tour, because it is a um, known to be like a haunted hotel. And it was at the time that um, he he went there, but the story goes uh, late seventies, early eighties. I'm not sure when The Shining came out. Um, I guess in the seventies, um, Stephen King took his family to this hotel. They were closing down for the winter, uh, like the hotel did. So he was one of the only guests there. Um, there's all these like rumors and like myths about it where. Uh, uh, that kind of made it into the book eventually, but it's like, mm-hmm. it was a haunted hotel. He would walk the hallways alone cause he had insomnia. 
Um, he was, uh, I guess, an alcoholic at the time, but he was drinking at the time for sure. So he went down to the bar. The bartender was closing up for the winter and they started talking and the bartender, I, I forget his name, but the bartender is like the same name of the guy in the book. Um, so it's like mm. the, the ghost bartender in The Shining is like based on this real bartender that Stephen King talked to. So he has all these experiences. I think there's like they talked about some stuff where he would, you know, heard a knocking at night or whatever or saw some things. And then it kind of became the inspiration. So he ended up writing The Shining off of this hotel. So it's very similar. And I guess this is the hotel. They did shoot Stephen King's version uh, and then like late 90s. I think it was like 99 or whatever. They did like a remake of The Shining, like a TV movie. And uh, it's his preferred version of the story, like on screen. And they shot that okay. at least partially at this hotel. Uh, but a lot of people go there thinking it's like the real one. I guess that hotel in the movie is like based on a bunch of different hotels. But uh, I think one's in like Canada and um, like interiors were shot somewhere. And then like the exteriors are somewhere else, whatever. But this one looks kind of like uh, the the shiny hotel, the, the Overlook. Um, but it was really cool. They had a lot of I didn't get anything because it was. I don't know. I, I wouldn't actually use them, but they had a lot of cool tchotchkes and stuff like yeah. um, the room he stays in is like a different number. Like in the movie, it's like room. God, I don't I'm not a big Shining fan, but um, it's like room like 270 or 272 or whatever. But in real life, like you can go stay in the Stephen King room, the one he stayed in. And like it's like booked oh, cool. all year, like it's really hard to get. Um, mm -hmm. They sell like little tchotchkes that say like that room number or they'll say like red rum and stuff. So they sell all the, the Shining kind of related stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was cool. Um, so it was neat. Like they, they took us in the basement. There's like these tunnels that were all like most of them were caved in now, but that's like where servants used to run and children used to run. So like sometimes people see like ghosts of children down there, which is pretty fucking creepy. Uh, we didn't, we tried, um, but it was cool. <laughs> I love ghost yeah. stories. I love like uh, ghost tours. We've done a few of those on vacation. That's always so exciting for me. Like just, uh, I never seen anything cool, but I just love like the history mixed in with myth and, like these cool stories or whatever. Um, however, even cooler than that, I think I have a picture of it, but I'll, I'll have to send it your way, Brent. Maybe we can post it or something. Uh, this is also the hotel featured in one classic Dumb and Dumber. Okay. The the one, it's like they go up the steps and they like wipe away, like they're giving everybody like cash or whatever and they like wipe oh, away sure. tears and stuff with, with they mm -hmm. get out of their like Lambo. This is the hotels they stay in when they're like oh, rich okay. or whatever. So whenever I saw that, I was like, yeah, I know this hotel. <laughs> uh, and that was really funny. So either Haunted or Jim Carrey's mm -hmm. there. Either way, good times had by all. Um, yeah. You look down and you have those uh, furry-ass leg sweater things <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I picture when but I imagine the, that yep. scene every yeah. time. God, it's so like fun. wipes his paws <laughs> right. or whatever. Uh, Steven, did you <laughs> so get any funny. souvenirs for Joni? Joni? Yeah, Joni loved tchotchkes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no. No, okay. I feel bad well, about it, I though. Thought, yeah, poor Joni. Poor Joni. Um, poor Joni. No. I, uh, I wish I would have, but I didn't. I didn't get any for you or anybody. That's um, fine, yeah. So, sorry, nobody got any gifts from me, uh, but <laughs> it was cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it was sounds like a fun yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Uh, I would definitely mm -hmm. like anything in in Denver or that area, whatever. There's a lot of cool stuff, but uh, this was pretty neat, mm -hmm. and the the place was really beautiful too. Like it's a it's a real hotel. You can like, go stay in, and mm -hmm. um, it has a lot of other history and stuff. But um, that was that was pretty neat. So awesome, awesome. 
I've never done like a haunted house tour, but it, it oh, sounds yeah? fun to me. My wife would not ever possibly do it, so <laughs> might plan a vacation around that. Who knows? We'll see what happens. You know? <laughs> we'll see if she shows up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did we did the catacombs in Paris. That was pretty badass, um, and oh. that's like just filled with skulls everywhere. That was neat. And then oh, I heard about that. Yeah, we are did they actual uh, skulls, or are they like just cement molded? No, it's real, man. Oh, they're just stacked up every like just bones everywhere oh it's damn. fucking crazy and it's long <gasps> what we have guests everybody oh my god i can't believe it wow a wild, a wild amanda appears i feel like it might be time for us to get into our main topic today oh. and that's why our guest has appeared because someone that i know miss amanda my wife here could not uh, let me go on the podcast and not discuss Halloween ends. So, Brent, are you ready okay. to, to go ahead and talk about that? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so Amanda um, actually wrote, I think, a significant amount of notes, which I like uh, about this. But she's only she was only meant to come on uh, for a little bit of time. But as we say, we'll see how long this goes. We'll see if she can mm-hmm. tear herself away if she even wants to. Have you guys even talked about it yet? No. Oh, okay. We um, are... Uh, just getting to the main topic, we did a lot of mini topics today because okay. we had a lot of backed up. We well, had to get I'm those excited. Out. Good. I, I'm excited too. So uh, I think I pulled up, let me look this up, uh, the the people in Halloween Inns um, so that we could talk about all that. Brent, you mentioned a few of them earlier. Did you want to hit on the ones you talked about? Yeah, again, this movie is directed by David Allen Greer, starring Jamie Lynn Spears as Laurie Strutz and Mike Myers as Slasher Man. All right, yeah, so you have most of the cast already there. Amanda was just like, no. (laughs) She just got here, she's like, no, I can't. She's like, I just woke up. Fuck this shit. Um, Okay, so this was was written by a lot of people. I'm curious to dive into this eventually, but I haven't yet. So uh, Paul Brad Logan, Chris Bernier, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green, directed by David Gordon Green. Um, Obviously, Jamie Curtis comes back, Andy Matichek comes back. Um, James Jude Courtney, I think he's been the uh, the shape for the last of uh, these few movies. I'm not positive of that either. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Will Patton, that's the dude, uh, Deputy Frank Hawkins. I love when that guy shows up at anything. Uh, yeah. He's awesome. Uh, let's see, Rowan Campbell as Corey Cunningham. Kyle Richards comes back as Lindsay Wallace. And uh, that's kind of the main cast we see uh, on here. So um, this movie... Uh, I'm very uh-huh. excited to discuss with Brent because Brent, you're a new fan to Halloween, the the franchise, yes. Yes. and you texted me that you you're really into the original movie now, which I'm so pumped about. Right? Yes. Yeah. Going back to our original discussion, I think it was in 2018, like whenever the uh, yeah, it was the like first the weekend of the new ones. Yeah. that the the 2018 movie came out we did an episode that combined the 77 or i'm sorry 78 and 2018 movies and on that episode i said i didn't like the first movie mm. uh and i'm here to admit uh i was wrong uh i like that movie Love very it. very much now um i i rewatched uh 78 2018 and kills before watching mm-hmm. halloween ends so i watched them all in a in the same day on this past oh, friday wow. i didn't realize oh, it was wow. the same day all of them. Ooh, I just had fun. Michael Myers shoved right up, right up my ass the entire day, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I was I was hyped for this. Uh, this, as you were saying, is my only version of of Michael Myers that right. I've experienced. I haven't watched any like I haven't watched Halloween two and that timeline. I haven't watched the Rob Zombie ones. I haven't mm-hmm. watched Halloween three. I know it's unrelated, but right. even still, I've not not seen anything outside of 
these four movies. So I love this because I talked to Amanda as well about um, this series and what she had seen and like mm-hmm. the ones we watch regularly, the ones she might have seen once kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's seen most of them. I think you said there's like 12 there's 13. or 13. There's the 13. And yeah. I've seen like eight of them. Right. Oh, okay. So she's seen parts of the other timelines, like four, five, and six, I think. Like if you're are, watching it, I've seen right. it, but I haven't sat down for those, I don't think. Right. And a long time, especially. And then like Halloween three, I, I got really into, I never watched as a kid, but I watched, I guess, last year or two years ago. And then I'm really into it now as being like a weird movie, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try to show it to Amanda. So she's seen like most of that one, but she was like not into it. Mostly because <laughs> the yeah. annoying fucking song that plays throughout. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking song. But we all have different histories with these movies. I've seen all of them, except for the Rob Zombie ones. Um, I've seen all of them like at least once. But Amanda mm-hmm. and I, our main timeline had always been Halloween 1, Halloween 2, and then H2O which kind of formed mm-hmm. a nice trilogy. Yeah. Uh, Resurrection's in that same timeline, but we never watch it because it's not any good. And then uh, the Rob Zombie ones, I was never really that into. Um, the, I've heard they're the other also ones. not very good. I wonder, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I'm every time I've tried to watch it, it just it changes the mythology so much. And his, I don't, I'm not into any of his movies, so yeah. it's just not my aesthetic, not my kind of thing. But I will watch them eventually. Um, but I'm so curious because, Brent, you... You have such a limited timeline. You have a very specific mm-hmm. timeline. And I'm so excited yeah. next year, I guess, as you might explore more of these. Um, mm-hmm. But in particular, for this these this trilogy, these, these three movies that have come out since 2018, and the references they have from the other movies, ones that I don't even know because I'm not a big enough fan of those other movies, but mm-hmm. I feel like there are references they're pulling from that seem kind of familiar, but I just can't really place them. Yeah. Um, I also feel like they're pulling from a this movie in particular, Halloween Ends. I feel like they're pulling from a lot of different '80s movies, so we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, does anybody have anything they want to start with today about Halloween Ends? Um, uh, it's, as, a as, as, it's a movie. You can't it say it's not a movie. a movie. You can't say it's not. We are in agreement there. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I had watched this, like I said, on a Friday night, and Steve and I had texted you uh, when it had come <laughs> out, but it, oh, that's right. uh, I had to like sit on a secret for a while, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like when uh, I saw Avengers Endgame, like Thursday night, and you guys didn't watch it till right. I think maybe Friday or Saturday or something like mm-hmm. that. And so I was just like sitting there waiting for <laughs> reality to... <laughs> To catch up to me, you and, were outside uh, our door that whole time. Yeah, yeah. I was just, just right. like, oh my god. Just you didn't it, ring the doorbell or anything. You were very nice. No, yeah, I would like, never. I would no. I just, I, I like to lurk. Um, <laughs> so, with this movie, I'd been waiting since Friday night for this discussion because. Mm-hmm. My God, do I have some thoughts on this? Fucking <laughs> thing. I've seen it. I've seen it twice. We rewatched it last uh-huh. night, Saturday night. We did and too. Did you? Okay. Uh-huh. And I had high hopes that uh, upon rewatching, uh, some different connections would be made and my opinion would change about it. But spoilers, it didn't. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I did not. Yes. I told Stephen this I thought that morning might happen. or last night. I was like, I know how you feel about this movie, mm. and I know how I feel about this movie. But I'm mm. very curious. How Brent how feels Brent about feels this. And I said, because it could go either way. And Stephen goes, oh, he did not like this movie. I, I already know it. I, <laughs> I was pretty sure of it. Yeah. I would say 90% mm-hmm. you were not yeah. going to like yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and going back to what you were saying, Stephen, about some connections to previous Halloween lore, 
Um, I, I know that was something that was in Halloween Kills as well. So I heard some people mention a, a hospital scene that was from, I guess, mm. like maybe Halloween 2. Halloween 2 is like all that. in the hospital, yeah. There, there, there was some uh, some of the matches, matches masks from uh, Halloween 3 that mm-hmm. the little kids wear, like the skull, the jack-o'-lantern, and the witch. Right. And I understand that, but like you don't need to know that to like enjoy Mm-hmm. Halloween kills, you know, it's just like an Easter egg type of thing. So there may be references in Halloween ends that to to things in other Halloween lore that I'm not picking up on. But that said, like, I feel like the movie should still be able to stand on its own two legs. And it do- this movie was fucking hobbled at the get go. <laughs> this movie got the got the full Universal Studios. We're making a motion picture here type of scenario because it's like. There's, I couldn't keep track of characters' motivations or or why things were happening, why why things had changed, and there was no <clears throat> real follow through. Like my first note I made was, it seems like the writers wrote themselves into a corner with Halloween Kills. They didn't know how to get out of it, so they just did a time jump four years forward, right. and that's they were like, I guess we'll just pick it up from here. I think the same thing happened in. Uh, Oh my god! What is the that that political show uh, you guys like with um, the West Wing? Uh, oh, the no, West Parks Wing. Didn't they have oh, a yeah. or Parks didn't they have Rec. a time jump? Parks and Rec has a time jump for the the last season. Jumps like three years. Oh, I thought the West Wing had some type of time jump where uh, kind of like a they, year right at yeah, the end. It's, yeah, it just like it went from being like an Aaron Sorkin thing to not. Well, there's that, but right. no, but right at the end, it goes from like the election to like a year later mm. after oh, okay, the election. Yeah. But yeah, but there's kind of a, a time jump. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it feels, yeah, like uh, contrived that they mm-hmm. do that, I guess. It's like a way out, a way to like do something different, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, it can work or it can't. And uh, yeah, it didn't did not work for me. <laughs> so, uh, Amanda, I feel like you and I are on the same page. Yes. Steven, what do you think, my boy? I. I, so I would definitely I brought a man in here just to let her loose. Uh, I'm excited to hear her thoughts. So I'm gonna say mine real quick before we get into it more later on. Is that I I don't like this movie as Halloween ends. I don't like this movie okay. as like the this trilogy ender or this quadrilogy ender. I don't like it as the end of Michael Myers as we know him or whatever or this series. I do, however, like the movie. I okay. I. I Basically, so I told Amanda, I look at everything from like a fan edit viewpoint. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how could I change this to make it better? I feel like if this were the middle movie, if this were Halloween Kills. Yeah. And then everything, essentially everything that happened in Halloween Kills happened as Halloween ends. And you had that like big crescendo and this craziness. But they did kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have worked better. Amanda last night, I kept telling her all these ideas I had of like, well, you can switch this red, you can switch this red. And she was like, I shouldn't fucking have to. <laughs> like it should be in the order it came you know like valid point I, every point that Amanda had that we talked about we'll see today that, what she comes up with but mm. every point totally valid point I understand why anybody would hate this I am trying to like it a whole lot I feel kind of yeah. the same way that like Rise of Skywalker like those divisive movies where I'm like well fine it's my favorite Star Wars movie of all time then bitches I feel like this <laughs> yeah. backlash is, is brewing against it and I feel mm. like it's going to be misunderstood and like but I, I 100% think it's a, a terrible ending for all of this. I, I still really liked Corey, though. I liked his storyline. I liked some of this weirdness that they pulled in. Um, and then I, I specifically mentioned for you, Brent, that you hadn't seen the rest of the sequels, specifically Halloween 3, because essentially this is their Halloween 3. Like, the, the mm-hmm. blue font is from Halloween mm-hmm. 3, 
it pulls in a lot of not it's not the same themes it's not like a, a evil mask maker or whatever but it's just weird and different than the rest of it and i feel like it works for me in a, at a, on a level but i completely understand it not working for someone before and, we get oh, sorry, any further i just need to clarify is halloween three the one where that song is yeah Okay, well, that's a f- terrible fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was done. It's horrible. Uh, Why use that as the basis uh, for this? Valid point. Amanda brought this up last night, too, because part of the, the references that I got from this were the Jason movies, and uh, in particular, Jason 5, uh, which is Friday the 13th, Part 5, Jason Lives. And mm-hmm. spoiler alerts, that one is all about like a, a different Jason. Like Jason has died. It's a copycat. It's a copycat. Yeah. And there's a guy I like online. I've mentioned it a few times on here called Dinosaur Dracula. He's like uh, this like Halloween nostalgia kind of creator or whatever online. Mm-hmm. And he he really liked Halloween Kills. He recommended that one as like he's like, it's what I grab when I'm stoned and, at midnight and I want I want Doritos. Halloween Kills is Doritos. And I was oh, like, yeah, okay. totally. Like, that, that makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Um, this one, he was like, it pulls from some of the Friday the 13th movies and not the ones I, I would have recommended. Like, <laughs> notoriously, part five is hated by fans, I guess, in yeah. that series. It is like that that twist people fucking hated. They wanted Jason there. And like, why pull from that? So same way, why pull from Halloween three of all things? I don't know, because some people will really like it. And I dig some of the references they pulled from it. But I, that's a totally valid point. Right. You I know, can't say anything against it. When I showed my wife Halloween Kills a couple of weeks back, you know, I, I enjoy that movie. I know it's divisive amongst our, our other podcasting friends and other people out there, but I fucking love that movie. I have so much fun watching it, especially so at the fun. end where, where Michael's like, uh, let me put on this mask real quick. Okay, and stab. Yeah. Stab two, three, four, jazz, hands, kick. Uh, he, just like goes, he just goes right through it. And it has such like a cliffhanger ending, oh you know, God. we... Uh, Lori's daughter gets killed and he's just standing in the house and I was like eager to find out what happens next you know um, at the beginning of Halloween Kills there's the the flashback to uh, 78 mm-hmm. and so I, I kind of figured there'd be some type of flashback or, or whatever some time jump of some sort mm-hmm. for this movie um, but it was like a, a year forward and then by the time we got to uh, the the blue font lettering I was my initial reaction was Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's happening? It should have been like, a warning, Brent. It should right. have been yep. a warning. That's not. Let me check my notes. Yep, that's not orange. That's opposite on the color wheel. What's happening here? Uh, right. And then you know, after the fact, I, I heard about it being a, a reference to the the titles from Halloween Three, but I'm like, wow. So, huh? Okay. <laughs> so, all right. That was a choice. That was a choice that was made. That might have been the only choice that was made. Uh, in the movie man I just I just really have a lot of questions like I just mm-hmm. really love 2018 and uh, kills so much and they were by the same director and I, I guess at least some of the same writers right like that's the thing I mentioned this one seemed like they added writers or maybe like people rewrote the script mm-hmm. and I wonder the backlash from kills if that changed things or if they the studio saw things in this one but I always thought it was basically Danny McBride and David Gordon Green I'd have to look up the others in the this trilogy to see like all the writers, but um, now they've added Paul, Brad, Logan, and Chris Bernier. So um, yeah, I don't know if they've that kind of changed things. Like last, okay, so last one was Danny McBride and David Gordon Green and Scott Teams, 
And no. 2018's Halloween was Jeff Fradley, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. So they had a, they had co-writers on all of them and different ones on all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's interesting. I, I don't know the history of those other people, though. I'd, I'd be curious what else they've written. So, mm-hmm. um, Amanda, mm-hmm. do you do you want to stick around for this whole discussion, or do you want to say, "Here's all my points. This movie sucked. I'm out." <laughs> what are you looking for here? Uh, I'm open to either. I'm like, I'm okay. fine being here for the whole conversation. People like you on the okay. show. I'm down yeah. with that too. We okay. just you and I had planned separately. Like you were gonna come in here, like the the postman on like uh, Mr. Rogers. Man, I was just gonna knock and be like, "I'm here to deliver my my rant," and then I'm out. So I, I'd much rather I, you stay for the whole. Discussion I think I was in yeah. more of a ranty mood after you I were. watched the movie. <laughs> you were, and I was just like, "Here are my ten right. things." I I imagined a scenario where Stephen and I were wrapping up the Halloween ends conversation, and then like a wrestler, your music kicks on, <laughs> and you like come walking down through the stadium. Even better. Yeah, I wish. It's just like I saw the sign yeah. by Ace of Base. Oh, oh. man, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I yes. saw the sign and I mm-hmm. did not like it. I know. Yeah. Listen, here's my here's my take on this. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it since Friday. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. We're recording this on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm a basic ass bitch. I accept it. <laughs> right. Great start. And you know what I want? A true bab. <laughs> I want just a basic ass slasher movie. Yeah, mm. I don't feel like that's, that's a lot to ask. That's not mm. a lot to ask. You know why no. I watch Halloween? Because it's a basic-ass slasher film. It's just mm-hmm. a guy who walks around, and he's like, he's sort of mortal, sort of immortal. Nobody understands why he can't die. Nobody mm. really understands why he wants to kill all these people. He's got a fucking weird mask, mm-hmm. and he just mm-hmm. kills people. And it's just yeah. fun. It's two hours of fun. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's got some good music and it's like very Halloween vibes and whatever. You just put it on. You don't really think about anything other than that for two hours. And then you go on mm-hmm. with your life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That was not this movie mm-hmm. at all. I was like, I think I leaned over to Steven about 40 minutes in and I was like, I don't know what is going to happen with the rest of this movie. But what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> yeah. It was, I think it was about 50 yeah. minutes and we had just, we had like an hour left and it was like, that's not enough time. Like Michael hasn't shown up. I think Michael shows up at the 40 minute mark. I think that's what you're talking yeah. about. And then yeah. at 50 minutes you're like, okay, still like what is happening? And then mm. we still had like just an hour left and it was like, yeah, this is not going to redeem itself for no. Amanda Mm-mm. within mm-hmm. that time. There's no, t- there's not enough time left for it to like, it's already veered. You know, I want Halloween to be scary and fun and this movie was neither. <laughs> So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Um, I, I really like the, the character stuff that happened in the, the first three movies in this mm-hmm. timeline. Um, I, I, I just appreciated that. And I was, like I said, eager to see where they pick things up. Like, I feel like this movie uh, takes the place of a movie that we missed out on. You know, I feel like there's a, a an actual fourth movie in mm-hmm. this timeline that we don't get to see. Right. And then this is the fifth movie that gets like shoehorned in that spot where it's like they just tell you through exposition and voiceover. Yeah. Michael Myers. He just like I don't know. It's like walked away slowly. You know, <laughs> everyone was on high alert. He was in his own home at the end of the movie where we found uh, what was her name? Karen. Oh, uh-huh. another Karen down. Um, we, we found Karen's body. And then they just like didn't really, I don't know. Like, sure, 
I, totally I'm willing to, to give the, the movie some leeway, but like, I don't know. There's just something about it where it, it just feels like the, the rug was pulled out from underneath us. And then yeah. the, the whole thing with Corey, I, I did pick up on the vibes of that. Was it uh, Friday the 13th part five? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Right. Uh, I, I, I don't think I've seen that movie, but I've heard enough about it to where I was like, oh, I bet this is kind of leaning on that trope. But right. I don't know. There's something about giving Michael Myers a sidekick. And the part where he like <laughs> he grabs him through the like the tunnel wall, he's looking at him, and they just stare longingly into each other's oh, eyes. Yeah. It's like, and then he's like, I- "You, yeah, my dude, soulmate, are you, dude, are you like, are you fucking me, dude? <laughs> dude, you're, you're, dude, you're me. I, holy shit, dude, you like killing dude. people too, dude. Oh wait, holy shit, dude, I just looked through your soul, dude." Do you fall off of something? You got to be careful when you fall off something. There's, there's a point where there are three separate events where people fall. Uh, one with the little boy Jeremy oh, uh, wow, falling yeah. over the banister, and then uh, when Corey uh, discovers Michael Myers, or I guess gets pulled into that that uh, little uh, tunnel thing, and then fucking at the end where he uh, Laurie kicks him over the banister. You know. Wow, he kicked was... the kid over the banister, so he, he yeah. gets kicked over the banister. And I understand they're probably like reference to to things like that, like at the beginning of the movie, not like in 2019, but in 2022, where he's working at his dad's salvage yard. He's wearing the blue overalls, kind of like Michael. It's like, oh, okay, mm. I kind of get the foreshadowing there. Still don't like it. Not good. <laughs> yeah, no, not a fan. I, yeah, he doesn't need a sidekick. That's a new thing. It's weird. I still feel like if this one came out as the middle movie, people would would that, it would be very divisive. It was, you'd still probably not like it. Mm-hmm. I would like it more that way. Uh, I feel like people would have been like, that's a really weird departure. Why are we doing this? And then you would have gotten Halloween Kills as like this big crescendo. I feel like mm-hmm. Halloween Kills like really ramped up everything from the from Halloween. And then this one felt really deflated. Like, I agree with that. It this was one, just like, uh- Oh. It was such a whimper afterwards. And like mm-hmm. you said, like he's in his house at the end. That's what that's the whole goal they they present to us that he's in his house. Why would he leave there? And then also you end with Lori in the hospital and she's like grabs a knife and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill Michael. <laughs> she's walking right? to the hospital on a mission. On yeah. a mission. And so then this one, she's like, I'm a grandmother who bakes. Yeah. Like yeah. they snap to this weird time. Like you said, it's like they wrote themselves in a the corner. They're like, we don't know what to do with these things we just left off with. I've gone to therapy. I'm writing a book. Right. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a good arc for her. I, I want good things for her. But um, it's a weird turn of events after what we just saw. And like the way it yeah. literally. And we, Amanda and I watched, like you said, you watched them all in a row. We had watched half of Halloween Kills on that Thursday. And then Friday we finished Halloween Kills and then went right into ends. So mm-hmm. we literally had just seen her walk away with this bloody knife mm-hmm. and be like, I'm coming for you, Michael. And then it's like. Making an apple pie, you know. Yeah, I think that they, the the writers, directors, whoever whoever came up with this, clearly like (laughs) whoever these bitches who came up with this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they clearly like purposely made this movie, right? Like they Mm -hmm. wanted this to be the story that they told, and so I can respect that in some way of like choosing to go another way with it. But I don't have mm-hmm. to like it. You don't have to respect them for you know? shit. You tell them. Yeah. You tell them. You be a fan. I just think I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. 40. So it's like 42, 44 years we after. Were trying, yeah. 44 years now. After the original yeah. movie. Right. And mm-hmm. we've had like all of these different iterations and whatever. And then they come back with this 
trilogy of what I think are like really awesome follow-ups to the original that I'm like wow they really took it made it new made it something that like we had fun with and I'm like that that's how you wanted to end it this is this <laughs> yeah. is the story you wanted to tell yeah it just <laughs> felt like I don't know after Halloween kills I'm like I don't know why you went this way it doesn't yeah, seem I, connected at all. It really doesn't. It feels wildly disconnected. And also, I don't understand what they're trying to say with this. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like with the previous movie, they were uh, there was an, um, a metaphor for like a mob mentality and that type of thing. Like, sure, if you get a group of people to attack one problem in a coordinated effort, you know, uh, in a reasonable effort, you can get rid of that problem. But the mob mentality took over. And, you know, that's something that we have to deal with and our own reality, um, especially if you're wearing a MAGA hat. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I can't really f- figure out what they're trying to say with this one. Like, what is the the mm. metaphor? Like, why, why even explore this route? Like, what was that writer's room like where they were like, okay, so we have to give Michael Myers a Robin figure, <laughs> right? Obviously, that's where this was all going. Now, this is not a figure who came up in a previous movie. We're going to introduce him at the beginning, and he's going to be pretty much sheerly unlikable the entire time. But, hey, he's, he's, hey, hey, dude. He's there. He's there. His name is Corey Cunningham, too. He's a very comic book Robin kind of name, right? A double alliteration. alliteration. Right, like, Corey Cunningham as Batman's Robin. I feel like Mm -hmm. they tried to sort of explain it through Laurie's book, where they're like, she talks about how evil changes shape and, you know, whatever, and, like, she Mm -hmm. picks up on Corey, like, his behavior, and she's like, there's just something about this kid. You know, like, at first she Mm -hmm. has sort of a kinship with him, because they're both outsiders, and they've both been sort of ostracized for their different... Um, roles within the town but then I think it's like they're trying to say like evil isn't just Michael Myers right it could be mm-hmm. anybody and so it's sort of like they're wanting to pass the torch but I'm like mm-hmm. but that's not a fucking Halloween movie like and they don't they don't commit to it either yeah, yeah they, they don't, don't commit to it the whole thing is like beyond sheer logic or reason he survives mm-hmm. and yeah, Amanda That's said that too. That's what makes him scary. You didn't need an explanation. Yeah. But they kind of, like, in my view, we were trying to discuss, because it, it, they lean into, like, they're going to pass the power from Michael to this new kid, and mm. they don't do that. Mm-mm. And I was like, well, in my my headcanon, the way I'm making sense of this is, like, there's there's some magic in this world where if you kill someone, or maybe if you're a certain type of person you need to kill someone, you gain, like, it's like a health pack. To, to them to michael <laughs> yeah um and and you gain something from it and you become stronger and i'm like i can dig that for for the the weirdness of what halloween series is for one i feel like amanda's had a little bit of this but brent you being new to the series as well mm-hmm. this is by far maybe the best sequel out of the out of all of these, that's really a true Halloween sequel because you're not a Halloween fan until you've been extremely disappointed <laughs> in a Halloween sequel that veers yeah. off into a storyline that you're like, what the fuck? Why do yeah. I need to explain Michael's powers? Guess what? There are like three of those sequels. Like yeah. 
again, they pulled from the wrong <laughs> shit, maybe, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. But at, at the same hand, I'm kind of like, more, more power to you guys for, yeah. for pulling this off. It's like, welcome to the club. You exactly. know, you got jumped into the gang. Yeah, congratulations. To, going back right. to what you were saying about uh, getting the health pack thing, that, that was one thing that I thought was cool. There, there are little things sprinkled throughout that I liked, which was Michael. He was like an old and hobbly. He was he had like a, a, a busted wing type of mm. uh, look to him, you know. Um, then he <coughs> kills that cop. By the way, he's like stabbing the cop and Corey's underneath him and he stabs him. It looks like right in his crotch. <laughs> yeah. So it's like maybe just hold him down or something a, a different way. But he he stabs that cop. And then there's something that uh, uh, Michael Jai White does uh, as uh, reprising his role as Michael Myers. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Something Courtney. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't see it on here, but yeah, you had something. Uh, but like where he like James Jude you, Courtney. You, James Jude Courtney. Uh, you can see his like mannerisms and his like uh, posture change, and he like kind of rattles back to life a little bit. And uh, one thing I was worried about them doing was them explaining Michael Myers. I really don't need that explanation. Mm-hmm. He's like a force of nature, a force of evil, and I'm glad they didn't go into that side of it. But also, it did get to a point to where it seemed like it was a little like, again, like when he was he was holding Corey in his his grasp that first time when he reaches through the tunnel and and it, they have that little thing where it zooms in on their eyes a couple of times back mm-hmm. and forth. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a I, I can't tell if Michael Myers is like trying to read his mind about what he's been through or if he's forcing Corey to examine like what he's been through and that twists him mm. enough. I don't know. Like, I, I couldn't quite figure here? out what yeah. they were trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, when I rewatched Halloween Kills on Thursday night leading up to uh, my watching of Halloween Ends, uh, I watched it because I just, like, watched the movie a couple weeks prior. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, let me watch it with the director's commentary. So mm. that's what I did. I, I watched the extended version with that. And in it, they talk about the how at the beginning of the the movie when they're in the the flashbacks to 78 right uh, where the, the cops are younger and everything there's a, a scene i think it's just in the ex, uh, extended cut where the cops are looking out over haddonfield and you see a radio tower in the background mm. and then uh you see it again in a, a background in like uh, i guess the 2018 timeline uh but mm. they said that they went in and digitally added that because that's something that will play a factor into the next movie so and i was watching this movie mere hours from watching halloween ends so it's like oh cool i'm excited to see what this radio <laughs> tower thing is about i watched halloween ends i'm like what the fuck that was that's what it was about you can just assume that a radio tower is in there it's just like the camera's pointing the other way i don't understand i don't understand what what that was all right. about it was it was weird. they had a plan then, you can't say they didn't have a plan they said they said they had a plan they had a plan for like stuff to be in 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 like the film like visually right but they didn't have like an actual story to be told which is a bummer because i was i was really really hyped for it you know yeah it is what it is uh so yeah <laughs> i <laughs> i have lots to say i just feel like i i wanted to mention some good things because because brett mentioned that um th- i think this whole new trilogy uh all these new films have been really good about introducing cool halloween songs I always say it's, like, hard to find Halloween songs. Like, there's, like, Monster Bash and, like, what else, right? Uh, but this mm-hmm. one in particular, there were, like, a few different ones that that radio disc jockey played uh, mm-hmm. that were kind of cool, like, spooky stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to going to look at the uh, the soundtracks for all of these. I guess specifically Kills and then Ends, I remember them playing. Like, the guy, like, in Kills, uh, the guy's, like, smoking a joint up in his green room. 
uh, to some spooky song, whatever. I'm like, that's a cool song to go mm-hmm. grab, whatever, for the spooky season. Um, I also really liked in this one the blowtorch to the mouth kill. Oh, uh, yeah, that I was cool. It was highly disgusting, and I like how it was out of focus, but still, like, so hard to watch. Um, yeah. And then the the DJ, um, the record player, he, he scissors off, cuts off his tongue, and then the tongue <laughs> yeah. is on the record, bouncing yeah. on the needle and stuff. And uh, I thought there was some real gross-out stuff in this, but I enjoyed uh, even though it wasn't always like Michael, you know, it's still, yeah. it was Corey or whatever. I still was down for the ride. I know it's like, I'm still giving it some leeway and I know it's like not my preferred thing either, but I can mm-hmm. kind of give it some credit in some parts. So those are my, those are all my notes really, uh, <laughs> that I, not, <laughs> you liked the music. No, 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 no. They're the my only notes because I got so into watching it again last night for the second time that I didn't write any more down. Oh, okay. So mm, how about okay. that? Okay. How about that, Amanda? Amanda did not. Miranda wrote a lot of notes. I did. And yeah. I feel like he's defending this like a bad relationship. <clears throat> wow. That's... Hey, speaking of bad relationship, uh, what was the deal with Allison and Corey? Mm-hmm. I cannot figure out why she possibly liked this guy. Exactly. He was, yeah. At the beginning of the movie, even the little kid, Jeremy, calls him ugly, right? And he's... he's that kid's a little uh, shit. What is he? He's like 21 years old in that flashback scene, so I guess he would be 24 by the time it catches up to when the movie actually takes place and uh he he's kind of meek he has zero personality he seems this poor bitch 24 years old getting hassled by these band geeks oh my god where that lead band geek was like hey oh <laughs> hey man how you got a what, chocolate milk there <laughs> hey man you want to go buy some beer what you gonna buy some beer what and then it like he, really he seemed like a a cartoon character that got injected in this movie but it was so funny to me that it's like the little like band geeks are the bullies in this movie uh-huh. like not for nothing i'm not a big fella but if like like you know one of these little kids rolled up to me and was being a dick i felt like i had to lay out one of these motherfuckers you know like <laughs> yeah they, they didn't seem threatening in the least and especially like when they get to the bridge and they have that altercation there like the one with the mullet that little boy with the mullet. Oh, no, he's get weird. The fuck out yeah. of here. No. I don't like this shaved found, side mullet thing. I yeah. found this like meme yesterday on Twitter that is like a picture of the four of them. And it says Halloween Ends features this group of four friends who are for some reason are each a completely different type of teen. Yeah. Yeah. They're like <laughs> they're all like uh, cliches from different yeah. 80s movies kind of shoved into one car. Yeah. Um, it, you know what? It works for Power Rangers. It doesn't work for <laughs> Halloween ends. There's things I like about this stuff, though. I like that that pulls from like other 80s movies. It's also like a very mid to late Jason series type of thing. I think there's like one in particular with like these really obnoxious, like fake teens like that sort of like they mm-hmm. seem not realistic, but they're over the top in a good way. Like I like that. And so this reference that there is good to me. It also like I said to Amanda, like. There are points in the Friday in the Halloween series that he basically mimics Jason. Like the movies kind of came out after the Jason movies hit, and so he became just this lumbering figure for a while. And there's influences throughout, and I feel like they pulled a lot of them. Scream. There's like kind of a Scream influence to this movie to me. Like there's not a Who Done It. We know it's Corey, but the kind of picking up the mantle, picking up the mask, and stalking the original mm-hmm. Final Girls, kind of a Scream thing. The the teens throwing the guy over the side and then being like, I, we didn't fucking kill him, let's go. I was like, so it's I Know What You Did Last Summer now? And I <laughs> what like, movie are they making? I like all of those <laughs> movies, though. So to me, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I liked it all. I 
I'd like to circle back to the not liking Corey's character and like not mm-hmm. understanding their relationship at all. Because mm-hmm. Allison in Halloween Kills, at least, is like a baddie who is just mm-hmm. kind of like independent. Her boyfriend's a dick and she's just like, fuck you, walks yeah. away. And then she goes on to like help her mom and her grandmother kill Michael in like really gruesome ways. And I'm just like, where did that girl go? Like, I get that the story that they're trying to tell is that they've all ended up staying in this town. Like, this this evil has gone throughout the town and has affected everybody. Like, all the town people are assholes to each other. Like, she feels stuck there. She's working this job that she doesn't really like. She doesn't get a promotion. You know, like, all this stuff. Like, I get what they're trying to do with it and that maybe mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this guy's an outsider, too. He's been ostracized, too. Like, he's interested in me. Like, he makes me feel something. But I'm like, girl, just fucking move from this town <laughs> and go meet somebody who's not a serial killer. And for life real. will probably be okay for you. Their relationship would have made more sense to me if this was like the only movie that existed, right? Like if I didn't have mm-hmm. knowledge of what happens to her in the previous movies, that would have made sense. I do like that she was a nurse in this because yeah, it's I like, like you know, she's been through some trauma. She wants to maybe like psychologically, she wants to take care of other people. Whereas like she meets this guy. What is the attraction there? Like evidently he's not good looking, you know, at least in the movie, maybe the actor's fine, but like, he has no personality. Matter of fact, he turns out to be a fucking asshole, and he for sure killed people. She has uh, what most people have in that uh, she's got an aversion and maybe an allergen to um, murder uh, that he admits to. <laughs> mm, and he takes her to the spot where uh, he killed that little boy. And that's he only admits that after he actually kills that, that uh, homeless person. And... I don't know, man. He like, like I, goes I, to her house immediately after he kills them, and he's like, "Something's wrong with me." And then sort of like starts to kiss her, and then backs mm-hmm. off. And I'm like, yeah. "What? Wouldn't you just be like, what the fuck's going on with you, man?" Like, yeah, she's she, not she picking up on any of this. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my whole thing. Is it, it didn't seem like there was a through line for her character at all. You know, at, yeah, at a certain I agree with point, that. Point though, I feel like she did in some way know that he was probably like doing some bad shit and killing people and she's just like okay bring it down amanda asked about that yeah because they talk about that and i was like i don't know what she knows at that point but she they definitely talk about he's like i could be the match to burn this whole town to the ground and she's like do it and he's like okay and Mm -hmm. i'm like what are you what are you guys both talking about here because he is very specific about his ideas and i'm not sure what she knows at that point i don't think she condones killing everybody uh so i don't think she's pointing at that but like she definitely doesn't like the town yeah i mean that's on her that she doesn't need to destroy the town oh no you have or, to or his people yeah, yeah, you can't just leave you have to make sure uh, everybody else true. is I, as miserable as you are yeah i guess i hadn't thought about it that you way hadn't. you know what i like this movie <laughs> <laughs> my point for why i i agree that their relationship doesn't make much sense i again i can only say that i i feel like in a different context, like you kind of said, if you didn't know the other movies or if this one was the middle movie and this was a weird, this is a weird departure for her, like a year after the events of the other one. And she, uh, you know, had lost her boyfriend traumatically. She became a nurse like a year later and then fell for this guy. And then like that also spurred her on to become the badass she was. 
that could be mm-hmm. different. I know that's not the movie we got. I just I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it in some way in my mind. And it's mm-hmm. like I don't I don't dislike that kid. I don't dislike their relationship. I just don't like it at the end of these movies, like introducing him out of nowhere and like why is she with him now? Um, there are definitely some weird questions there. But overall, mm-hmm. I like some of it. Like it makes me think of other horror movies. The um, when Amanda the first time we watched it afterwards, uh, Amanda was you know clearly not liking it that much, but she was still trying to figure it out. We were both like kind mm-hmm. of just stunned. We were both it didn't feel good. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like a great right. ending, right? And I was like, well, I mean, parts of it is like, I don't know. It had like some techno music. I like that. It had like a motorcycle. I fucking love motorcycles. <laughs> and 80s movies, when a motorcycle would show up, I fucking lost my mind. There's so many 80s movies I love like that. This one like yeah. reminds me of The Blob. There's a curly mm-hmm. head kid in The Blob who's like the the bad guy, the outcast who falls in love with the good girl. I'm like, this maybe movie makes me think of that in a good way. Like I have this nostalgia for that stuff. I really like it. Um, there, in particular, though, he has this motorcycle and it's Allison's on the back and they're driving and it's like Amanda called it the drive scene. It's like the techno music playing and it's like this motorcycle. And I, I it's like 30 minutes into the movie. And I was like, this is the moment where I realized people are going to either hate this thing or they're going <laughs> to love it at this scene. And that's where it kicked yeah. in that I was like, I love this. This is perfect mm-hmm. for me. But at the same time, I recognize, especially after watching this second time. It is not a Halloween movie, really, and it's different than everybody I think expected. And I can totally understand why you would like that. But that's the scene that for me that was like, oh, man, it's got motorcycles and techno and like cool bad guy from the wrong side of the tracks. I'm down with it. This movie was not a Halloween movie. It was a Corey Cunningham movie or whatever the fuck (laughs) his name is, who's not even a likable character that you're just like, okay, I guess I'm going to watch him for two hours. And then Mm. I'm going to get a watered down version of Allison and a watered down version of Lori. And then Michael Myers is going to be on screen for like 20 minutes in some weak ass version of himself. And then we're supposed to be like, yay, Halloween. (laughs) You said you saw something that was like, I loved Michael's cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that, that scene where uh, because they had interacted a few times, but eventually Corey goes back to wrestle the, the mask off Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And this is after He's he like, like, killed that. that. Yeah. yeah, he this after he, he recharged his battery and, and killed that cop and everything. But still, this little like dork that got beat up by band geeks is able to take down Michael fucking Myers, yeah. who took down a whole crowd of people after being, like, shot and having his two fingers cut off earlier that night. So, and also set on fire and, you know, smoke inhalation, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. All that stuff. And uh, here he is, like, taking down a goddamn ghostly ninja turtle without much effort, <laughs> and then he, he slithers off with that mask. I don't know. Can I, we I, talk about I that? Know. Like, I that's the part that I still don't quite get. I'm like... Is he weak because he's old, or did he like go live in this cave for four years? And he is hibernating. That's how like, I take it. And he hasn't <laughs> yeah. he hasn't killed in a while. Yeah, but he's killed like a little bit. But so has Corey, and Corey is younger. Uh huh. And I feel like his batteries are charged more, maybe right than Michael's. You know what? It's amazing if <laughs> they did like a close up and and Michael kills a couple people and his fingers grow back. <laughs> <laughs> just him like i would have looked over to man and been like oh she hates this movie now god like that that point where they go kill the the doctor and that nurse that got the promotion first of all how'd they even find these people how'd they know who they are 
to oh, do that. It. You know, I, I mm-hmm. could see him as the boyfriend wanting to do that for her, but I don't ever remember them having that conversation about her being bummed out about not, not getting, getting the, the promotion right. or whatever. You know, like there's some some leaps in logic, but it's like okay, some random people more or less got got killed, but. Uh, at that point, Corey had his hand bandaged up from when he snapped that chocolate soldier glass. Chocolate soldier? Uh, that's a callback to the opening scene where he wanted to get some chocolate milk. Okay. All right. Fine. But um, so at that point, Michael, like he's watching Michael <clears throat> pin that girl to that painting in the wall. Mm. And it, during that time, he unwraps the bandage on his hand and puts it up to the glass. And I'm like, what this mean? Why you do this? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what he's that's supposed to be saying. I think it's supposed to be that he's healed, but I had the same question. His cut is gone, but yeah. He, really? Because his hand was like in shadow. I couldn't even see. It just looked like it was Oh, you're not supposed to see it on Brent. I don't What's the yeah. problem here? Just There's to a lot oh, okay. of inference Sorry. happening in this movie. Oh, yeah. well, and also, Brent, you mentioned something earlier about his glasses, and it made me think there's the, the band geeks crush his glasses. And oh. I don't remember, but from then on, I assume he's healed and he doesn't need them again. Does he keep wearing oh, them the, or not? Oh, he got Peter Parkered. Yeah, he got he, bit by a, a radioactive Michael Myers, <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't need his glasses anymore. Also, That's a good point. I yeah, know I that want, this yeah. is a real nitpicky thing, but I'm like, uh, what a bitchy thing to do, like crushing oh, yeah. somebody's glasses. As somebody who is just, like blind, I'm like, yeah, you just I've been don't adjusting do my that. glasses as we've been talking, right. and uh, I'm, I can only imagine if someone crushed these, I would be crushed. Like, I'm like, I wouldn't. Even, I don't think I'd even be mad. I would just be like, so disappointed in humanity <laughs> i was like these glasses were expensive right i had to sit in a doctor's office it's oh my god i would be I'm like off. how do i get home amanda we, <laughs> see anything. we had talked about this recently i was i said something about a horror movie that someone like lost to glasses and i was like yeah i guess it's like one of those experiences uh, i don't wear glasses i don't think about it but i was like if you don't have them around or if they got broken I was like, man, your life is so much scarier than mine. Like, if you came across a killer, mm-hmm. if you lost your glasses, you're immediately at a disadvantage. And Amanda was like, wait, I don't like thinking about that. You just maybe have, like, a whole new fear. I'm going to lose my glasses. Yeah. And, like, that's how I'm going to die. That's how I die in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. That's all it's going to take. Like, mm-hmm. so much of the population would be like, I'm fucked if I don't have these. And, uh, yeah, whole nother fear. Um, yeah. I did have something to say about the nurse and the doctor relationship. Yeah. Okay, so whenever they're having their night or whatever, and he's like, I got you something. Or, like, go take a shower. First of all, is yeah. he like, you're gross? Go, like, they, wash they up? They did just come from the hospital. Okay. But, like, she was all, like, dr- they were both dressed up. Yeah. That is you know? true. She was, like, like, in a fancy dress, too. I just it was, like, she was already, they, weirded yeah, out by right. that. And then mm-hmm. she goes in, and she opens the box, and it's a robe. And she's, like, super excited about it being she's a robe. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what? Who is that mm-hmm. excited about a robe? And she's like, is there a doctor in the house or something like that? And I was like, am I supposed... If Stephen buys me a silky robe, and I, am I supposed to be like, oh, yeah, it's on. Like, <laughs> I'm like, it just covers more up. You don't want to get yeah. something that covers up. Uh, well, when, when she's starting the shower, she hears the noise, uh, you mm-hmm. know, from the, the other room. And she yells his name, but she yells Dr. Mattis. I love it. I was like, Instead they had a power trick, His man. actual, like, first name. Yeah. It's, they had, that's, she has yeah, to. weird. When she pulled yeah. the robe out, I told Amanda the first, especially because she says, is there a doctor in the house? I thought they were scrubs. I thought he gifted her, like, nice scrubs. And she was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. These are, like, Lululemon scrubs. Hell yeah. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> what is this? Powder Puff Girls? Hell yeah, Hell yeah dude. Maybe. Wait, Powder Puff? Power Puff. My bad. Either way. Uh, Fuck, I fucked it up. Yeah. Scrub this episode. I, lo- I love that scene, though, because our TV, I feel like, isn't good enough to really show it. I would love to have seen this, you know, better, maybe in theaters or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, she walks outside, and you can see in the shadows his arm just, like, stabbing that doctor over and over again. Like, really, yeah. really in the darkness. And I was, I remember the first time we saw it and I was like glued to the screen. I was so excited for that reveal. And then when it happens and he's got like the bag over his mat and his face and he's like stabbing him in the side, I was just like enthralled. It's, I know it's divisive. I know it doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but I, I loved his new like clown mask. Like if you're going to have a, a, Michael a, Myers a scarecrow, kid, it was, a scarecrow, I was actually right. going to ask yeah. you about that. Sorry. Yeah. yeah it's like, um, it kind of reminds me of like Michael's like first mask is like a child that he wears though. I, you know, I Googled that to see if that's what that Ooh. reference was. Uh-huh. And Michael's was a, a clown mask. This was a scarecrow. So do you know what that what that is? Is it like a metaphor I for like a, yeah. a stand in person or something? Like I don't that? know. I just thought it looked kind of like an old timey mask, like the the mm-hmm. original clown mask. Dude. I, it just seemed like it's like small in his face. So like it just is like a weird. It's that creepy because it's like cutesy, but old. And like they just used to make old weird shit. Um, mm-hmm. So that's all I took from it. It might have more reference to it as well. But um I, I liked I, it though yeah. as like a callback, and you know that he'd I, wear that. I didn't mind the the mask. I didn't mind that that uh, death scene, but you know, it's just I just didn't like the the character of Corey. I, I didn't mm-hmm. like how that was handled in in general. But right. I thought that was kind of cool. Like I I guess like as Michael Myers when he went to the radio station and killed that guy, that was kind of a cool kill. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's it, just something about like the characters in this this movie they they yeah. seem like i'd never met most of them before even though i had right you know did you like uh i liked his acting though even if you didn't like what they had they wrote him did you like that guy though or did it just I did, all you bad? know yeah I, I i'm not saying he's a bad actor by any means i just you know sometimes you just don't like characters for sure yeah there was this the scene where um after he has that encounter with michael <sighs> he he goes home he he like is staring in his bathroom mirror and the look of like he's just like lost his humanity that uh he's he's like projecting to us as the audience i'm like oh he looks totally different than like the happy-go-lucky kid at the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. you know i say kid he's like 21 years old but they look like totally different characters so i i appreciate his acting ability and and being able to transform in that way but I just my general problems are are with the the script right. of the, mm-hmm. the movie, um, enough, which yeah. appears to be like uh, I don't know if they like fed Halloween information into an AI <laughs> right. and it shut out this movie, <laughs> but that's what it, it felt like to me. Perhaps it's like Corey Cunningham is no Billy Loomis to me. Mm. Like Billy Loomis is an Ooh, asshole. Yeah. He's like lost his damn mind or whatever. But there's something about that character and also He's that. Well, that, yes. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's something about him that you're, like, is watchable, is, like, interesting. Mm -hmm. You can see why she, like, he's the bad boy. But there's something about him that is, like, engaging or, like, enamoring. And I didn't get that with Corey. I was like, he's just kind of fucking weird. Yeah. I, I was, I guess I was trying to write a better movie as I was watching the movie right. in my head to where I was like, well, she can't really be into him. But then it got far enough into the movie where I was like, oh, well, she's like, she's into it. Like she, like she enjoys hanging out with them. They go to that little dance party and 
they dance around and stuff, and he's on the floor, and she's waving her hands over his face. I'm like, weird. oh, is she? I at this point in the movie, I was like, oh, well, maybe this is a thing that her and her and and Lori do, um, and it's something that the the viewers don't know yet. But maybe this is how they track down people who are on the pathway to oh. becoming a Michael Myers, and they're trying to catch them early, and then they like they become the murderers or something like that. It's like kind of flipping the whole right, scenario right. on its head, but no, it wasn't that at all. Um, she's just, you know, my, not making good life choices, you know, uh, just, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't figure that, that part of it out. I can't square that circle. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I, <laughs> I can't, I, I have to like rearrange so much of it to work. It's the same way. Like you were like, you're rewriting the movie. I feel like, when you look at her history, it does seem weird for her character and the way we saw her before. It's 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 also weird that she dated that cop that's chasing after her throughout the movie, though. Like, yeah, he looked like he was fifty years right. old. Yeah, like, what the I, fuck? It was gross. That makes sense to me, but I can accept no. it though, as like mm-hmm. she was in a traumatic situation. She might have met him, you know, around that night or or around that those events of like mm-hmm. Halloween kills and everything. She might he have was met just a cop, fresh either. off of getting divorced three times. And <laughs> <laughs> she was swiping right on everything, right? And then yeah, she, right. she landed with this guy. And I feel like we, we had a lot of backstory that were, was missed out on or whatever. But for why she liked him or whatever, like Amanda also had questions about that or with Laurie and stuff. Like everybody in town basically is like really hates Laurie. And I'm like, well, she's the new Loomis. She like Loomis wanted to kill Michael or have him locked away forever. And he tried to tell everybody and then he got out. Like he, he said he was going to get out and kill everybody again. And he did. And throughout the entire first Halloween movie, they're all, mm-hmm. everybody blames Loomis. The sheriff blames Loomis. Like everybody's like, you let him out. You didn't do enough. People are doing that with Lori now. And so she, it, it's, that's Halloween canon, right? Like she's filling a, a void. Her granddaughter as well, I think is as ostracized. They're like, you guys are associated with Michael Myers as much as any, as Michael Myers is. And they feel we didn't see a lot of that, but they she sees a kinship in this kid who was in a bad place, who also didn't do anything wrong, just happened. This like weird accident happened around him. And then she sees like that kinship, I guess, is like how I, I gathered it. Uh, I think it's weird. I get that you guys don't like it or whatever. That's totally cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, I see I see something there. It doesn't seem like it's just totally out of the blue to me. Here's here's the thing for me, like. I get that tra- like traumatized people don't make the best decisions, right? There's like uh-huh. an, a whole occupation to deal with people who have trauma. And Strippers. Also, <laughs> what did you say? Strippers. <laughs> okay, there's They're two very, occupations. Very good at their jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I get that also like they need to still live in Haddonfield for this movie to take place and exist. But I'm sure. just like... You, you know, there's a very simple solution. If the whole town hates you and mm. you feel ostracized, you can fucking move. Like, yeah. I've moved from towns for a, a lot less reasons than that. Mm-hmm. And what's funny, too, is like that is kind of the premise of some of the other sequels when it's when it's uh, Lori is is the sister and they're related. She has to move away. And like that's part of like h2o it's part of the other sequels too mm-hmm. but he's like chasing mm-hmm. after his family and so you can't go anywhere he's coming after you and these movies they've changed all that mythology to the town and so yeah they literally could just go away like we talked about that for with halloween kills with halloween kills that like Lori thinks that he's always going to come back after her that's why she's stayed and prepared and all this stuff but like you find out she finds out he, she realizes she realizes like he wasn't coming for her 
uh, she put herself on the path. She could have had a fine life. She should have just moved away at 18 years old, right after the events of the first mm-hmm. Halloween, and she would have been totally cool. She could have also, like, after surviving and being in the hospital, like, you could just get in the car and leave. Right. These people just keep So staying. now it's like they don't, and it's weird. Yeah. Because they know they could just leave. But I like the yeah. idea of it being a Michael Myers that is specifically going after his sister. Like, that there's a reason there's a tie there. You, know? you like, yeah. I like that. Mythology. That mythology. I liked it for those movies. And I, that's what I'm curious with you, Brent, when you finally do watch, like, mm-hmm. 2 and then H2O, at least, um, yeah. to see what you think about those. They're so different and stuff um, from this series. But mm-hmm. um, that's the beauty of Halloween, especially versus the other main slasher movies, like, this mm-hmm. one in particular goes on some weird journeys and like there are some there are like Wikipedia is not dedicated to the timeline, but there are like charts dedicated to the timeline of yeah, where the splits I found off, one right? Online. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So yep. yeah, there you get to pick and choose. And mm-hmm. you can pick and choose. Like I, I asked my brother Danny if he was excited for this one. Uh he said that they liked 2018. They have never seen kills though, because it was so divisive they weren't sure. Oh, I texted yeah. him after this one and said, I can guarantee you will hate this movie. And he was like, and I can guarantee I won't ever watch it. I'm like, that's good. Like I know it's not for him. It's not gonna fulfill it. And his point was 2018 was perfect as is. Like he can totally it's like it's like Jurassic World. Like a I don't I don't need those other sequels. That's a standalone movie is perfect. That can be all it is. If you just want to watch 2018, if you want to just watch up through Halloween kills, like all three of us agree on that, like that movie's rad. Uh, that's perfectly cool. And you kind of just have a dot, dot, dot at the end. Um, yeah. I also feel like they're going to make more movies. This won't be the end of Michael Myers. Like how yeah. would it, how would it ever give up on this, you know, juggernaut? So, well, that was the other thing is, uh, I wanted to know what you guys thought about the end of the movie where Michael does get like killed. He gets yeah. bled out and then they put him on a car they have a little uh, death to Michael Myers parade and that leads to the salvage yard. So he was all forecast at the beginning. You didn't even know. Whoa. It's good. <laughs> so and then they put him in the uh, the little, like car crusher thing. Uh, I guess not a car crusher, but, you know, like a, it was like, uh, yeah, it's like if a car crusher had braces that like mm-hmm. worked on turbines, it would be like that. They That's put like, his body in there. And and I don't think he's coming back with that body, but maybe um he infects uh, someone else. That's, I don't know. That's how I'm playing it because I can't remember which which of the Child's Play movies, if it's from the first one to the second, I feel like that's the one. that, Or maybe the second or the third. There's like one where it's like Chucky dies at the factory and it gets like melted and then the next movie just picks up where he's just recast into a new Chucky doll. And <laughs> yeah. so I feel like with this, I was like, okay, so he's, they crush the blood, it's going to infect the soil and someone's going to dig in the dirt and they're going to be a new Michael Myers and like I'm like they could figure out a way if they want to or it seemed like with this one they were leading into like a you know it could pass on or there's a general like he's not the only dark soul he's not the only mm-hmm. mass killer or serial killer out there or whatever like there could be more without him related um it does feel definitive but also it's been definitive before you know and they've they've made mm-hmm. sequels I feel like there will be enough in a few years, there'll be enough fan backlash from this one, and then clamoring for a new one, they'll they'll figure something mm-hmm. out. But. What if this one gets crossed out of this continuity, <laughs> and so they, in, instead of having this movie in the continuity, it mm-hmm. goes from Halloween Kills to whatever right. a new movie would be called, but they just called that one Halloween, <laughs> like 2028. They're like, we're starting over. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think at that point in the movie, I was like, 
oh, I don't even care. Let's just get this over with. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I wanted a definitive like Lori versus Michael showdown and about yeah. 50 minutes into the movie, I knew that wasn't happening. So and then I, when you do, Amanda was like, so what brings down Michael Myers at the end? I was like a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> a refrigerator. She was like, after all this, you can like, just kick off a refrigerator, man. I'm like, he literally yeah. fought an entire crowd uh-huh. in the last movie. Twice. Twice. First uh, fire people and then, uh, oh, that's right. and then a, like a mob. Yeah. I feel like he oh. could just like flick the refrigerator off of him in different incarnations. His, his other leg was free. He could have used that to push the refrigerator back. Yeah. And then... He, then he can kick her. I think I lot. was like, okay, like you're doing something different here. Like he's not the same immortal, just like strength that he always has been. Cause Corey took some of his, whatever, there's some transference or what. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just like, you just don't like the mythology. That's I like just totally valid. Don't yeah. like it. And yeah. I'm like, I, I just don't think that this was like a Halloween movie. Like, I, yeah. I think that the uh, makers thought it was a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. I just. What if instead of like them doing like the next, the fourth movie that'll inevitably come out. What if they don't do Halloween, but they go like the Jason Bourne route <laughs> and they call it Michael. <laughs> but it's not, it's not the angel movie with John Travolta. Right. <laughs> and then the next one can be called Myers. Or something, you know? Oh, yeah. They can keep us going, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't I like know. That. I think that... I think that Brent and I are just like, yeah, we'll never watch it again. Sort of, like, it's just... So, it yeah, can, what do you think? With, with a caveat, like, I, I could see myself watching this because I want to rewatch those first three so much that I know I'm going to be tempted to be like, well, let's just finish this. Maybe I'll like this today. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Nope yeah. But I, I do want to watch this movie with director's commentary. Oh, yeah. Because I need some help. This this movie takes some heavy lifting. Not that it's like too smart for me. Well, it might be too smart for me. No, but like, I think it's I don't way think around. It was... I, I just feel like there's maybe some some references or. I just need some motivation from someone in this movie, so maybe the director can provide some motivation. I think you know? that'd be good. I would love to listen, like you said, the Halloween Kills. I would love to listen to that commentary. Oh, yeah. um, or that all was of so them, good. you know, the other two and everything. I, I couldn't see a, a commentary track. and No, this is on iTunes, right. but I couldn't see a commentary track for uh, 2018. Yeah, there might not about be on the, there. the OG, but... Uh, yeah. I'd have to look at the Blu-ray, yeah, and see if they had it on there. So, go ahead. I just want to say one thing real yeah. quick, because we had mentioned last night about... Uh, how how they could have brought things in like i thought this movie was going to be i thought this movie might be their halloween three i didn't know how much they were going to lean mm-hmm. into that i thought they were going to go totally fucking weird i thought they mm-hmm. might bring in the other sequels in ways that were unexpected and we didn't like like i thought they might bring in the like the cult and the thorn aspects of the like four five six ish era and they didn't and then i told amanda last night i was like I was like, would you... I could tell she didn't like it. We were watching the second time. She was giving another shot. I could tell she really didn't like it. It was getting down to that fight scene. Lori's like locked in the pantry waiting for Michael to come at her or whatever. And I was like, what if at this point there's a rift in the time continuum and Josh Hartnett pops out from H2O and he's like, I'm here to save you, mom. And she's like, what? And then they kill him together. I was like, what if they just went totally fucking bonkers, right? And, and she yeah. was like, I don't know. I might have liked that more. 
you know, bringing him. We like him. We like his movie. Like, but yeah. At the end of the movie, like it is the end of this timeline, but at the end of the movie, he shows uh, Laurie Strode the the multiverse. He's right. like, welcome to the Myersverse. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, and there's more. That's how you bring in more Michael Myers. That's and that's it. why there's yeah. so many different masks iterations. There's so many different stories. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be uh, what's coming out, I think, in a few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of want to get an answer from you on if you. So I know you're like you respect what they did and like you can see what they're pulling inferences from and stuff. If you were to like parse it out versus like as the end movie to uh-huh. this and as a Halloween movie, like can't change anything about it. What is your takeaway from it? Yeah, if Do I can't you, change anything. You can't change anything about it. This is the movie that it is. It is in the timeline that it is. Right. As the capstone of this whole experiment or whatever. Um, I think for that, it for me, out of like 10, so like a, a 10 point scale, I think I'd give it like a six. Wow. Okay. I feel like. It has enough good for me, even though I have to keep it in that timeline and stuff, I could still be like, there's enough good for me that I can watch it and enjoy it. Much like I can enjoy Halloween 3 and not really care for its like motivations to be part of the the rest of the mythology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enjoyable to be on a different level. Um, but it is. I think this movie is extremely disappointing as an ending. For mm-hmm. I, I would give this yeah. movie like a 1 or a 2 uh, for that reason. Alone. Like if you were just watching this movie, it's a six to you. Right. But when you're thinking about it as like the ending movie. Yeah. And if it's and if you can if I could rearrange it and I might try in my own kind of fan edit way, uh, I think this could be really great. I feel like I would I really like this movie. Then it would be like an eight or a nine to me. Wow. Amanda's wow. Amanda's shaking Amanda's mm-hmm. considering divorce right now, I'm pretty no. sure. Wow. Um, <laughs> harsh. Harsh but true. It gets like a negative 72 for me. <laughs> the whole way through. <laughs> the whole way through. <laughs> I don't uh, care to like rework it. I don't care to like try to understand. I, right. It just, I saw a beauty in it, a nostalgia, uh, a feeling. I kind of I kind of get what they're going for. And I don't have a full grasp on it either. I'm still processing uh, but I feel like I'm connected to these filmmakers and what they're trying to do as mm-hmm. fans of the series. Uh, I don't, I, I still think there's a better movie out there that could have been made, but I can appreciate a lot of it where I think you tuned out so early. We're like, this is not really not what I expected. And I really don't like this, that you're not even going to like ever really accept some of the cool things. I would give this like mental energy to a movie that is like, I went into being like, it's going to take some thought for me, right? Like, if it's Mm. like, this is not like premiering at like the Cannes Film Festival. It's not an Oscar movie. It's not anything like that. It's not a thought provoker. It's it's supposed to be like a dumb slasher flick or whatever, right? And so I go into it just wanting it to be that and wanting it to be like two hours of fun. And it wasn't. And so I'm like, okay, well, it wasn't that for me. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bren? Yeah. Um, I I would probably give this like out of a ten point scale, I might give this a three. Um, I mm-hmm. I, I think visually it looks good still. Uh, the world has has this lived in feel to it that you don't always get from um 
horror movies. Like sometimes you can tell when they're on sets or right. whatever, you know. Uh, but this feels like it's like Haddonfield is a real place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I like that yeah. a lot. It has this coziness to the overall franchise that I appreciate. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like the performances. I didn't like a lot of the the character choices. Um, I didn't, I don't know, like a lot of this just didn't sit well with me. But also because it has three separate versions of people falling off things <laughs> in a year where I'm sensitive to that, I'm f- letting this number fall down to a two. So oh. it's a two for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a fair enough yeah. point as well. You know, they, mm-hmm. they went off your specific trauma, and that's not fair of them. As, as when that little boy fell over the banister and his body just <laughs> cracked right in half, right. I was like, yep. That's how it that's is. That's it. Sure. That's sure. Mine was maybe six feet, but still, <laughs> it felt the same. <laughs> Definitely the trauma still there. I get that. The, the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Any other further notes for you, Amanda? So you glancing at them. Oh, yeah. I was trying to see if I wrote down one thing I liked. And it was the relationship between Lori and the sheriff. Oh, yeah. We both liked them a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that's that's one of the redeeming parts. It's like anytime they were interacting, I was like, oh, that's so fucking cute. I, yeah. I like spending time with them as a couple. I I, I, I want to see the next movie where they go look at cherry blossoms. You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a short film. You know? It's just a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun, you know? Just totally unrelated, but they are the same characters. You know, yeah. I've mm-hmm. talked about that in the past where I would love to watch something that radically changes genres, either in the middle uh-huh. or, like, for sequels. And I would totally be on board if we had gotten, like, a movie that was, like, Laurie is... is tracked by this killer for 40 years and then she kills him and then she just goes on an adventure with her good friend yeah possibly lover that would yeah. be fantastic you know mm-hmm. it's her yeah. sexual awakening oh my god true mm-hmm. lies you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Schwarzenegger shows up. Yeah. yeah yeah um all right well there were definitely some opinions today um and i, I feel like we were all heard um i totally understand people not liking this movie i feel like i'm i'm fighting hard to give it any kind of credence and and anything good uh i i didn't love it either i just mm-hmm. i felt a, a connection to it um totally mm-hmm. understand and not hitting for you guys i am super curious as time goes on brent and you do mm-hmm. see the other sequels are you, i wanted to ask you that too are yeah. you are you now that you've watched this? This is kind of your year mm-hmm. to finish this quadrilogy of of this timeline. Uh, are you giving up on the Halloween franchise this year? Do you think? No. Do you think oh, you'll watch Steven. more of them? You, we've been doing the show for five years. Mm-hmm. You know the trash I fucking have watched <laughs> for the show. But uh, I'm saying, no, like, I'm are you going to give up just for right now, like to give yourself some time in between the timelines, or would you watch like Halloween three anytime now? <gasps> Anytime. I almost watched it for this oh episode. I just didn't have time. Oh my God. Okay, that's the next do. Halloween movie on my agenda. Do you think that yeah. you're going to watch Halloween 3 and then be like, oh, look at what they did there? <laughs> it's a 10. I would love it if I look back on it. See, that's my, my whole thing as well is why I might watch this movie again is after I go through and watch all of the other Halloween movies, even right. the Rob Zombie ones that I hear are terrible, uh, I want to go back and maybe rewatch this this full totally. series again just to be like, oh, I, I see what they're pulling from this, that, and the other. doesn't necessarily mean I will like this movie more, right. uh, though it's possible. Um, but, you know, it's just to, to have those those references at hand because I, I do like the the franchise that I've seen up, well, up to this point um, and uh, enjoy spending time with those those characters uh, when they make sense. Right. Is the, the caveat. <laughs> Real quick, speaking of which, when when Laurie at the end of the this movie is uh, she she's been clean, she or sober for three, four years at this point, And 
at the end of the movie, she goes down, she gets a, a whiskey glass and, and some whiskey pours that, drinks that down as she's just touching pages before her with her hands. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's not really typing. She's like touching them with her hands. Uh, she's got daredevil powers. But <laughs> she she's Braille? sitting there and she like, she, she, <laughs> she's, she's got, <laughs> um, uh, so uh, epic Braille. Yeah. Uh, so she she reaches into the the safe, gets her gun, calls in a, a suicide attempt, shoots the pumpkin, and then like Corey's hand pushes the door open, and she's like, "You think I'd kill myself, bitch?" Mm-hmm. She turns into Freddy Krueger with a gun, and she shoots him a couple of times. Like, who was she performing all of that for? Like, why go through all those trouble? Like, was that even whiskey that she was drinking? Like, I wonder, right? Or is it like tea, tea that she yeah. disguised in a whiskey? Like there was a lot of setup for what? Like you know? assuming he's just there the whole time. She's yeah. like, he has come to kill me mm-hmm. and he, I'm going to play out all of this. Right. Surely he knows I used to be an alcoholic. So just in case right. I'm going to have this at hand and then, but it's really sweet tea. I just like Lipton's. I would have, that should have been a line. Yeah. <laughs> for Allison. Oh my God. I can't believe I went to Walgreens and they had all of this Lipton's on sale. <laughs> I saw some witches there. Anyway, I got away. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't, I can't blame you for that. I feel like it was, uh, it's a contrived seat. It's like, they're trying to make you feel something like Lori's really going to kill herself as the audience. And I, I don't like things that are yeah. meant for the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that wouldn't actually make sense in the real world. And that's, that's definitely yeah, one of those it, scenes. Yeah. It just seemed unnecessary and it was performative only for us as the viewer. And it just, it, it still didn't even work, you know, like, yeah. like, oh, there's too much time left in this movie. That's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I, uh, you did make me think of one in particular. I meant to go back and write the actual quote cause it was great. But, um, I thought there was a fantastic moment of Jamie Lee Curtis's in this where Allison and, um, God, I can't remember her name now, the, the little girl who's grown up. And is like now part of the their group or whatever. Kyle Richards is Lindsay. Lindsay's mm-hmm. there, and they're all drinking wine and like playing, doing a puzzle or something like that. And Lori is in the kitchen with the pumpkin, and she says mm-hmm. something about like you got to get out there and just show life your tits and throws down the <laughs> pumpkin guts. And I've heard delivery of that is fucking great. It's she such does a good the, line. The double double fingers, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, it's so good. So there were there were some moments they, I think in here for sure that were nice. But they were doing a tarot reading, Stephen. That's right, they were. I thought that was yeah. so great because yeah. we just did ours. Oh, yeah, she got and the they death talked card. about the the death card uh-huh. or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and it's like it, renewal and and means like new beginnings, right, and right. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun. Yeah, yeah. since we had just done that. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I did look up tarot cards a little bit. I, I understood a little bit more of it that it's like. It's like playing cards that there are different. That's why we got so many of the same one with different numbers. They're mm-hmm. like like different suits, I guess. Uh, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that makes more little sense. But I still don't understand a lot of it. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was glad Allison brought that to us. But I like yeah. to do that with Uno cards where oh, I'm yeah. like, this <laughs> is a wild card. That means you're an alcoholic. Calm it down. And you're like, oh, you got to reverse. Um, uh-huh. I think you just walk backwards. I don't know. I'm new to Uno to Tarot. But, uh, yeah, but you should just do that to no one. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have someone spot you. Uh, all right. Any other notes from you guys? Yeah. All right. Nah, so 10 good. out of 10 for the group. Got it. All right. So <laughs> please rate and review us on uh, your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is appreciated. Tell your friends so where people can find us and uh, hopefully have a good time while listening to us. And uh, as usual, all of our info is in the show notes if you'd like to contact us. And um, we might even check those things and see if you have. So that's cool, too. Um, I uh, I think we can all agree for sure, for real, this was a movie. 
and it was it was um and it did have some music it did go in it and get premiered and there were there was time Mm-hmm. that we spent watching it yes and i feel like yeah. that's a good thing it's uh we are all connected together now having seen this together so uh yeah. just wonderful times all around looking forward to reviewing halloween 4 with you guys in a few years five five at this yeah, point Mike, yeah yeah mikey uh is what it'll be called and uh um, yeah Mike. yeah it's gonna be great anyway uh until next time i'm steven i'm brett i'm amanda let's talk later Pumpkin smash sound effect. One, two, three, record. This record is now featured in Spooky Vision. What? There's no vision at all? It's just audio? It's now scary audio. Why did we change it from spooky to scary? Don't worry about it. It's a conversion thing. I think it'd be pretty spooky to not be able to see things in the dark if you just hear the monsters around you. I mean, like, I don't feel like Daredevil is scared. I mean, he's the man without fear, well, you know? Yeah. He's blind. Yeah. But he has sticks. He does have sticks. Yeah. That he shoot. hangs out in the forest a lot, and he's like, oh, I love trees. <laughs> well, first off, I feel like I get half credit for twice on that, because he does carry on sticks. They, sh- mm-hmm. they seem to shoot things out of them, like, like webbing. Mm-hmm. Like he can swing around <laughs> right, yeah. on it, but I don't understand yeah. why or how that works. Like how the the function of that thing is. I need to watch the TV show again. Maybe it explains yeah. it there. Probably it's probably a detailed episode, like a MythBusters episode about that. Yeah, anyway. he visits Adam Savage in his garage. Exactly. And he's like, I can't see what's going on around here. <laughs> Wink. It's like, wait. He looks up his glasses, looked dead <laughs> to the barrel of the camera, and winked. <laughs> Something is afoot here. But he could hear the motors of the lenses. He knew exactly mm. where that. He knows everything, man. It's yeah. fascinating. Um, but that doesn't, isn't like his trainer stick? Isn't that what it's? Isn't it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was right. So You were right. Yeah, he has, he has, he has, he has sticks, sticks and then he, and he was stick. trained by stick. And yeah. Wow, I nailed it then. Yeah. You did. Fucking yeah, goddamn I thought I got you. But like Matt Murdock, you litigated yourself out of that one. Damn Stephen. straight. Hey, Absolutely. you're the one that got me into comic books. It's your fault. I'm addicted. God damn it. I know. I did it to myself. I know. Falls in Volcano. Uh, why are you in the edge of a volcano to fall into? That's what the best place to record. <laughs> you know, it's it's getting cool outside. I was like, eh, I gotta gotta keep uh-huh. myself toasty. I saw something heat. on in uh, one of these Lord of the Rings movies. I was like, oh, I bet that's a good idea oh, to okay. keep warm during the winter times. You is, know, is that what you think they were doing? I thought so. They were getting yeah. warm. Yeah, Gollum was like, oh, <laughs> a little bit shivery, precious, based on the novel by Sapphire. I think I made a, that. He, I made what? a similar joke to a young person, and I just laughed my ass off. I was like, "They probably won't get this," and then, uh, sure enough, they didn't. And then I had to explain it, and then they laughed anyway. I was like, "Okay." Good. Was it like a courtesy laugh? Uh, even still, it doesn't really take much for me, Stephen. Oh, you know you, this. <laughs> like any touch of of warmth, it just makes yeah. you feel better. Absolutely, absolutely. just like that it's volcano. Like, oh, yes, just like a little volcano. Mount Vesuvius in my heart. That's oh, what man. That was. Wow, that's lovely. Um, Stephen, on the previous episode, uh, some of the listeners may have heard some allusions to taking my dog to graduate, and uh, I just wanted to explain that real quick. So uh, back in uh, the, the summer, uh, amongst my uh, uh, tragic moments uh-huh. of summertime, my wife and I, we lost our, our eldest dog, Cage. He was a, a oh, very good yeah. boy, and 
he just had a, a disease that could not be cured, and mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, we had to make a tough decision there. So we were without a, a second dog for a long time, uh, about a month, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But it felt like an eternity. Yeah. Uh, but that was like sandwiched in between my uh, brain bleed and then right. getting COVID. It was that. And uh, honestly, that was the worst part of it. The, the other things I recuperated from. But, you know, uh, uh, losing a, a family member, uh, which is what he was to us, was uh, was was very tough. Um, but we got a, a new dog toward the uh, beginning of August. His name is Taz. He's a wild man. He's certifiably insane <laughs> he's a um, he's a very sweet boy but he he doesn't know his own strength and uh-huh. whatnot but we've been taking him to puppy classes and uh uh he, he he's been going through some training and stuff and he's gotten light years better than what he was he's still pretty wild like when a, a person comes over to our house he's wild for the first like three four minutes but then eventually he calms down and is like oh okay i should just not be right. insane again and then another person comes by and then he's like well Rip this band-aid right off again. I'll be a, <laughs> I'm so person Yet again, yeah. <laughs> Four minutes on the clock, Dad. Um, but we we took him to uh, to finish his training last weekend, and he graduated just barely, Ooh. just barely by, but he did it, and uh, we were we were very proud of him. But you paid off of the school. Tr- Absolutely, yeah. I I, I hit but up Lori Laughlin. I was like, wait, how you do this? <laughs> She's I taking your calls again? Oh, that's, you know, that's I nice. can't help but notice that uh, there was some school ad- admission board um, shenanigans going on, and then all of a sudden, a global pandemic. <laughs> oh, please. Mm. Okay. I see what's happening. Bruce Wayne had to fuck that bad, and then now all this happens. He's trying to <laughs> cover up for his rich friends. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but, co- like, going through this, this, this training... The uh, the instructor has uh, instructed us that like whenever he does a good job to reinforce his good behavior by giving him pets or treats or whatever, but also like verbally encouraging him through saying the word yes. Mm. And I've noticed this is something that uh, she and my wife are able to do pretty easily without san- sounding like a complete creep. But for me, I, I have a hard time just saying yes, like sincerely. Like I'm, I'm more or less like a, a yeah guy, you know? Right. Like, but that doesn't cover uh, it because you need to say yes for the dog. I sake. have to say yes. Yeah, it's that specific audio cue that they have. Right. Like uh, that has to be reinforced. So I'm, anytime he does something good, I'm like yes, yes. And I don't know, I don't know how to not sound like a psychopath, like a creepy you know? Mr. Burns. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I've I've changed it to where I sound like uh, Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. I'm just like yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just pet his head <laughs> very stiffly, oh you know. God. Yeah, so that's like uh, that. That was my workaround. Is like I can do this, but I have to be uh, a character, a lunatic about it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I feel like otherwise people maybe at least they'll get the reference maybe they won't maybe they'll be younger and they don't mm-hmm. understand your reference you gotta explain it you're like well here's the thing i have to say yes for my dog's sake i'm over yeah guy first off right but like mm-hmm. I, was, I have to say yes so i gotta say it like pinky from peeking the brain and they're like what right. gonna explain that but mm-hmm. i feel like that's better than just walking around being like yes <laughs> yes yeah. Yes, this dog is doing it for me, you know? And then a guy behind me is like, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's like, but, sir, you are wearing yeah. newspaper for a coat. I can't yeah. I can't take your opinion seriously. And he's like, is it because it's a week old? It's like, look, it takes a long time to put this together, you know? It's actually pretty intricate. The folds are really nice. <laughs> yeah. 
surprisingly keeps the rain off me really well. You, you might know? be thinking I'm saying this is like a homeless person. This is like a hipster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, right? No, I was totally with okay, him. Okay, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. His, his, his glasses are reused coffee filters. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, I understand composting, but like, you know, maybe this is going a little bit it's far. A little excessive. Hey, hey, you know what? To each their own. Exactly, right. But, uh, but what's funny is like, uh, like Taz, our, our new dog, is uh, very um, pinky-like in his, mm. in his mannerisms. He's just like lovable, kind of dumb, kind of dumb, but uh, very sweet, very sweet boy. So I'm over here saying... Are you pondering what I'm pondering? And if I could just get him, instead of saying arf, he says narf, oh. that would be perfect. You know, you got, can we you have a Halloween costume right, th- right there. You got a perfect right there. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. and you have another dog. It's could be the brain. Miles. But is, yeah. is Miles the brain? No. No, he's, he's, he's kind of just pissed off. <laughs> but it's a character. Oh, yeah, that works. He's pissed off, and the, the brain is pissed off, right? About the world. Kind of, but I feel like uh, he's missing the brain aspect of it. That is like... I mean, he's called the brain, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's just uh, like if there was an eighth dwarf called Selfish, uh, <laughs> he, uh, that would be him. Wow, it's very specific, but I think that works so well for an explanation uh-huh. of what that what he is. Wow, mm-hmm. that really yeah. works. Selfish yeah. doggo. That's okay. It's fine. He knows you what know, he likes. He knows what he's like. Or, what the worst you said. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's like. Yeah. He, does, he knows that too, man. He does, yeah. He certainly does. So, uh, yeah. Taz, Taz, going back to school, mm-hmm. going to get his uh, his master's degree? Or are you going to get your <laughs> master's degree? No, fuck that. Uh, I'm a lost cause, but for Taz, I feel like he but you're his be, master. Uh, I'm his buddy, you know? I, I like I've that I've never better. been the type of person to where it's like, uh, to where I own an animal. It's like, no, he's just a family member. He lives in this house. That's beautiful. Out. Beautiful. It's wonderful. One cool thing about Taz, which Mm -hmm. has never happened with any of our pets before, is he like literally watches TV. (laughs) Like he is engaged with it. We had the TV on like we were doing something in the kitchen. We just had the the TV on for background noise. And it uh, was uh, Secret Life of Pets 2 had come on. Uh I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Stephen, but uh, that movie has... uh, pets in it oh okay a couple a couple of dogs are the featured players in that some bitch but uh anytime the the lead dog i think his name is max uh was on the screen taz was fucking engaged oh so much so that he like put his paws up on <laughs> our tv stand and was like staring at it intently oh my like, he god was, he was super into it yeah is uh the the max is that what you said max yeah max mm-hmm. is max a uh, boy or a girl uh a boy yeah well i guess mm-hmm. it doesn't matter taz is interested i was i was asking was mm-hmm. that, is it like a, a friend thing is it a yeah. is it a love interest is what i was looking for i guess oh this is a good question i don't know i haven't asked him do that. you think like he's like watching that because like i feel like have you shown him like 101 dalmatians oh my god Herdita little... can get yeah. it you know and i feel like he'd be into that but so can pongo wow you just have these names off the top Damn. uh my, well in this story about how i think that your dog wants to fuck other dogs on tv cartoon <laughs> okay. dogs at that uh uh-huh. it's because my niece has a, a 101 Dalmatians book that's like made off the oh. movie so i i yeah. remember them specifically from the book you know interesting um so of course i'd bring it into this conversation now but yeah perdita and pongo mm-hmm. wait it, does this book have pictures in it yeah okay well, you, want, well, you want this book uh, maybe it's pretty. Well, I, mean, book, I guess it. I guess it depends on what Perdita looks like. Honestly, I'm, I'm mean, telling you're really you. Talking <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always talk about like uh, would Bugs Bunny 
put on a girl's dress and, and dress like a girl bunny, you know, like Wayne's World talks about, mm-hmm. like, or uh, Ariel, even though she's half fish, but it's like, yeah, of course, that was hot. It still mm-hmm. is. Um, who knew, man? Uh, Perdita from 101 Dalmatians, you know, she can get it. I mean, like, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Maybe you got to watch something it there, you know? Yeah, it's a bonding you know experience. I feel like I don't like this, um, me being horny for canines. I, I feel like <laughs> I'm I got one that sounds horny for canines right now. <laughs> either way, I don't like it either, man. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's, you tricked me somehow to get in this conversation. I don't like it, Brett. I gaslit you into being right. horny for, for, for pups. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like we got to sync with Perdita and Pongo. Like, okay. That, that's just like a, what a, a fun couple of. Of names to say, absolutely. I I have zero recollection. Like you could put a um, like a two barreled imaginary gun to my head mm-hmm. and ask me the names for for those dogs, and I'd be like, uh, something French, and then <laughs> you pull the trigger. I don't know. You're like, I'm out. That's fine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always knew it was going out this way. Mm-hmm. I, no, I bet. I think if you could bet, uh, one last question before someone shot you. Cart about cartoon characters would be a pretty good category if you were able to choose your category. Yeah, you might I still so. lose given mm-hmm. this question, but I feel like yeah. that would still be a good category for you. Um, unless they were like, after I've accepted the the bet, mm-hmm. they're like, "Here's a question about any Nickelodeon cartoon." I'd be like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Oh, did you need the uh, the poor kids categories?" Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dumb it down, please. <laughs> I'm a Disney afternoon fella. I didn't have what you call, uh, what do you call it, uh, money. Money I did not have. So whatever was free was for me, you know. Uh, you still got some good shit out of it. I, you know, yeah. I think you got a Darkwing get, Duck yeah. out of it. There you tailspin. go. Tailspin. Oh, my yeah. God. The best. Totally. Uh, absolutely. All right. So this has been Perdita a tailspin. and Pongo. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, what? That's, this has been a tailspin. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this, this whole show so far. Are you Baloo or a Kit Cloud Kicker? See, there you go. You would have won. There you you would have won your life there. Yep. Oh, uh, my life? No, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd say Pertina and Pongo for that one. <laughs> Pull that trigger, baby. Oh my god. Okay. Amazing. Speaking of which, speaking of which, we can sync with Perdita and Pongo Perfect. on three. One, two, three. Perdita, Perdita and, Pongo. and Pongo. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Uh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Was that your I'm dog sorry. watching? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to pause real quick. We got to take care of Maggie. Right. Okay. I'm going to have her put her up maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can. Yeah, did you timestamp that? Uh, I'm writing it down as we speak. Thank you, honey. Okay. Maggie, oh, you're welcome. Take it down. Okay. I've been uh, watching a lot of Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Come on. Come on. And there's, uh, there's a part where... Sean says something about like, like I like Ed, his best friend. Where he's like, Ed doesn't like take care of me, and Ed like slides over a beer, and he's like, "Sorry, the cooler's out. It's a little warm, baby." And he's like, "That's okay, honey." And it's like, <laughs> he does this like little wink. It doesn't. He doesn't say honey, but it's something like that. It's so fucking yeah. funny. They're just like, "Hey, babe." Oh, it's a he, thanks, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I like so when um, people spell out babe b e b. You know, it's so funny to me because babe. that's like how my wife and I will babe. say, like, "Oh, hey, yeah, hey, babe, babe." babe. Come on, babe. What are we doing here, babe? Do you guys do that in grocery stores and stuff? Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Babe, babe. Mm -hmm. I I pretend to be a cashier 
you know? Oh, wow. We're like, oh. This is a, These a groceries aren't the only thing I'm checking out, babe. <laughs> I, I turned into Dennis Miller for some reason. <laughs> that was a really good accidental Dennis Miller, man. Yeah. Uh, That's what the, the impression everybody's been clamoring for. Finally, you know, you know? someone has perfected it. <laughs> It's not hacky at all. It's not me just like saying one word. Come on, babe. Come on. Oh, I can yes, picture it. What do you yes. say, though? God, it's beautiful. Which one would you like? Doesn't matter. All right. Now, that was that earbud you farted in. Is that correct? Yeah, I always fart in the left one and then wear it. Oh, that's how you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how you know they're good. <laughs> so enjoy your breakfast, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Haven't eaten yet, so I have something to look oh, forward okay. to. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, P. 